wonder if you even know that this came out. I don't know. Hey, this one goes out to all my day ones. Cause when I look in the mirror, all I see is you. Give me yeah. a fucking break, Let's buddy. Go. X, X, oh, I'm just like you. I stay up at night, worry about my life. I see me cry, they wanna be my wife. I get hella sad. Did you know that this EP came out? No. R.I.P. Xavier. Uh, is, EP. It, is it an Apple exclusive? I, I mean, I think so. That's so funny. I think so. Uh. And maybe they were smart and put it on Spotify anyway. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking right now. It's well. I'm just like you. I stay up at night. Worry about my life. Bro, he's... They literally did it all on here. Like it is on there, yeah. It's on Spotify, too. Really? Yeah. You think Dave is going to continue on with this? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> what if this, like, accidentally blows up? It has his, like, his whole bio in there from the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This yeah, I is mean, crazy. Because it's, like, it's so well produced. Like, mixed and everything. You think he wrote these songs? She's trying to knock it over. No, she's just tripping. Sophie, chill. Are you caught up on the after party? Yeah. To episode eight or seven? Uh, no, eight isn't out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, see, I, was I, hope, I was hoping that it maybe came out tonight. I think it might have. They, I checked. I checked like two last hours week. Ago. It came out early. This no, no, no. like w- you checked a few hours ago. I, I did check a few hours ago, but I remember last week it came out early, so that's it, why I was wondering. It did, and like the problem with John Stewart came out early this week. I don't know what they're be on. Is but that good? What is it? That's just John Stewart just mm. talking about things. Oh. This week's episode was uh the stock market. Mm. Haven't thought about that in a while. Yeah, a lot of GameStop stuff. <laughs> but how's that going? I it it's getting to the end. I think. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of things are getting weird. But like bad. Not necessarily bad, just like I don't know, there's like a Department of Justice investigation on a lot of the hedge funds that are involved. And so, so and just more is known about what's the happening. People behind. that are um trying to that are going against it. Yeah. So that's yeah, definitely. good for definitely good. That's good for yeah. people in it right now, right? Probably. Okay. It really just depends on what ends up happening. Uh, and the Ryan Cohen guy is still like kind of cryptic, but not. But we'll see. I'm very excited about it. I'm just not. I don't know. At this point, I'm very zen. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm just not. I mean, I think about it every day, but <laughs> I don't like. I expect anything to happen every I was day. I gonna say this is like year two of movie club right here, bro. Yeah. You've almost been. Dude, like I I have long term. I'll there's a few like a some of my position I don't have to pay long term or short term tax on if I were mm. to sell it. That's how long I've been holding it. Mm. But 
So what did you think about the Tiffany Haddish episode? I thought it was great. And for those She's for those listening, bro, that like th- that was a good ass episode for her. Those listening, those two songs were from the TV show After Party. Yeah, it was Dave Franco. You can find that on Apple TV Plus. Yeah. And it was Dave like he said Dave Franco. Yeah, I- it's Dave Franco, man. He's he's playing his character Xavier, <laughs> <Yeah>. bro. <laughs> like and he's got a whole EP out now called R.I.P. Xavier. So the whole <laughs> show premise is a fucking high school reunion. Yeah. And he gets killed, episode one. And he's like this old, you're not old, but there he's like this like famous rapper from the high school. And yeah, and I can't believe they put this shit out, bro. I literally saw it on iTunes. It's or so Apple funny today, that they put this like, out. Yeah, I was just fucking laughing. I'm like, I don't, like, I think he's like, I was just talking about him with Ian. I'm like, I, I think he's like the nicest dude ever. So I couldn't picture him like... But if like if, if anyone else did this and they took this a little bit more seriously, like these songs, like they're clearly jokes. You yeah. Know? Um, but if they were just like on the threshold of like, is this a joke or is this just a bop? You yeah. know, like if it was on that threshold, I could see him like actually being like fucking Xavier, like you know, three years from now, like some Gambino shit of just like, all right, like yeah. I know. feel like if it was a person who is like a little less humble or like a little less goofy. Like, he'd be like, all right, I'm going to try this rap shit out now. Yeah. But I love the commitment throughout the show that, like, they even made this. It just shows how much detail is put into it. Yeah. What was it? One of the other episodes, too, the fucking cop show is hilarious. Martial Law. In oh, the, yeah. Dude, it's like the, it's like the most racist, like, cop yes. show ever. Like, Dude, now rewatch the episode that you were talking about with all the goofy songs. Um what, like the musical the one? The musical one. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, good. I was like, oh, these were what he was talking about. Yeah. I guess I, could, I blanked on it. But really? I don't know. The Tiffany episode was really great. Uh, and just like getting her perspective on it. I read an article with Dave Franco today, and he said um, he said he knew who the killer Like, everybody started filming it, obviously knowing who the killer was. Because mm-hmm. they were like, this article came out today where I was like, fuck, that episode might be out now. Because it was like they were pretty much talking about the ending, like without spoiling anything. Um, but he was like, "Yeah, it was." He was like, "It was. It was a little tough filming it, knowing the killer." And he's like, "And we all knew." Um, so I didn't, you know. So it's like I've I've known it this whole time, but and that makes me wonder. I'm like, all right, I don't think they're doing the. It wasn't anybody type of thing, you know. Like it's it's obvious. Yeah, someone. I think it's obviously someone. I, so I've been rewatching it, really? uh, going back with Who, it. All right, so who's your predictions? Because we're about to be the last episode. Okay. Yeah. So. The, I don't know if you looked on the internet either on internet theories. I haven't. The popular one for like the most of the show has been Jasper. And like there's a lot of damning evidence against him. He's the only one that it's never looked like he's done it and then it hasn't. Ready for like the weird evidence on him? He installed all of like the AV and security stuff so he knows the house super well. He has like a, like a vengeance type thing against him. Yeah, and an obsession. An obsession. And he hasn't really, like, seen the other guy in, like, two years. So, like, who knows, like, what his... And remember he bought a rental car for the night? I don't know. There's all these, like, weird things about him Hmm. that kind of, like... And, like, he's so clearly trying to help the other guy be exonerated that he's, like, close to the case monitoring it as well. But you don't really think about it as him monitoring it So he could be leading it in the direction away from him. Exactly. And remember there's that scene where he's, like, trying to, like, be like, oh, I can help you, like, look at the security cam footage. Yeah. And they, like, accidentally delete it. Like, maybe he would have just deleted it anyways. I don't know. That's a good, I think Dude, there's a good a argument, argument Yeah, argument that's a great him. one. I think that there's something up with the Jennifers. 
both being pregnant. Yeah, well, one of them's missing still. One of them's missing still. They're both pregnant. And, like, we don't necessarily know who the father is. Hmm. You know what I mean? I think it might be Dave. Could be. Something like that. Dave. Or, like, I, I don't know. There's there's something going on maybe with that those three people, too. Yeah. They just seem, like, too out of the picture. Or, like, remember, because, like, she was, like, ah, there's one. Well, I meant, I guess she's going to interview the, the daughter. But. Yeah, the daughter's about to reveal who the killer is. Oh, definitely. If not directly, indirectly. Yeah. Just by damning evidence. And I like that. I like this little, like, slow reveal. Yeah. And it's been a cool, like, little... I think they do a really good job of each episode, like, reflects the character's personality. Yeah, that's a whole that's a whole selling point of the show, is just seeing it, like... It is, like, almost like a different genre every episode. Like <laughs> The one guy who's, like, the action episode... Yeah. Yeah, that just shit's just so funny. Yeah. He's like beating up the catering staff to get inside. Yeah, and then all his little shitty one-liners, like, "I just need peace," you know. Yeah. And he's like acting so fucking noble the whole time. <laughs> and my word is bond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except that last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a good show. I think Apple TV's really coming out swinging with some stuff. Yeah. They get roped into the having the Ted Lasso. Yeah. Like everything's just Ted Lasso, but I think they got some other good stuff. Yeah, and so I started Search Party as well. It's Did you got, like that? Yeah, and it's got the uh, it's got the detective. Yeah, he's funny dude. in that. Yeah, dude, he's yeah he's super funny in that. Search Party, I started it, and I was like, you know, I literally almost cut it off after like ten minutes. Really? Because you know? it, it is it's just so weird. It but is something weird. made me laugh out loud so loud that I was like, I was like, all right, like I'm in for another ten minutes. Like, yeah. And I laughed again, and I then I laughed again, and I was like. Okay, this is the weirdest show I may have ever seen, you know, but it's like it's hilarious and it's so bland that that's like the funny part about it. Like I don't know, the fucking couple, you know, the couple uh, I don't even know her name in the show yet. Like I I don't know the show well enough yet, but the uh Arrested development girl, yeah. yeah. Her and her boyfriend are hilarious cuz I'm like this is just like a real ass couple right here. Yeah. Like, and they feel like very like millennial if that yeah. makes sense, millennials in their twenties era, yeah. Uh, yeah, just hipsters in New York. Yeah, like, hipsters in this, New York. That's all this is, you know. And it's like, I don't know, loosely related to all hipsters, you know. But yeah, and then they have the nice little crime—not crime, but like mystery <laughs> detective element. Yeah. I don't know how quick that gets. That's like the end of the first episode. They start. Yeah, like, she just sees the uh, sees the, the girl, the right? girl alive. Yeah, and then she tells the mom, which causes a whole hoopla and. And there's just a lot of weird shit around it, but and then the crazy lady, bro, uh, fucking Rosie Perez or whatever, bro. Yeah, it's she's hilarious so far, like dragging her along and all the <laughs> bullshit. But yeah, I'm excited to see where that goes. I'm only a few episodes in. It's a good show. I think uh, it like sort of it, it goes a lot of places throughout the whole series, and I think How that's good. How many seasons are there? So five. Far? Jesus Christ! It's it just finished this year. Five is the finale. Yeah. Okay, and it's still all about finding that girl? Not or necessarily. All right, but all the characters are still in it. When does that change? Um, that that definitely gets season. resolved the season one. Okay. But, like, season two deals with, like, more of that. So it kind of is, like, loosely based on, like, slight, like, you know, like, people's obsessions with, like, crime and stuff nowadays a bit? Like this this first season, at least. Okay. Definitely. It doesn't stay that way? Uh, there's definitely, like, a presence of, like, internet stuff. Okay. And, like, culture at large throughout the whole show. Um. Are they always searching for something? 
Kind of. Okay. <laughs> Which is funny that you yeah. put it that way, but yeah. Because I mean, the name is Search Party. That's yeah. why I'm like, I wonder how this would end and it would go into something else. Like, I just, yeah. that confuses me right now. I'm sure it's. It's funny the way, like, the routes it takes. That's, I mean, like, they find a new thing, a new way to go with it every season. <coughs> while maintaining the characters feel all the same. I don't know. It's like a good comedy, too. Well, also, like, I don't know. I, I can appreciate a comedy like Seinfeld maybe the most, but, like, I like when a good plot is able to fit in the premise of a comedy. Like, I'm laughing. Yeah. And intrigued. I'm both. Speaking about laughter and good times and being, you know, totally at peace with everything. What do you think of that Euphoria finale? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to see if I could change my sounds, like, Mid um, mid recording, and I don't think I can. Cause are you gonna put the Dominic Feike song as one of our things just to play it in the background the whole no, time? No, no, no. I was gonna get the sad music playing because we got we had a oh uh, that's true. We had a big loss on on Euphoria. That's true. Yeah, man. What what did you think about the the finale? I know you just asked me that, and I'm gonna flip it back to you. But <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I didn't. I don't. I I liked it. I didn't love it. I think one thing that bugs me about Euphoria overall is just how is much... Is that nothing happened this whole season? Well, I think I think Twitter ruins Euphoria a little bit. They, like... <laughs> everybody, I think, has what they want Euphoria to end up being. Because it's just such a popular show, and the characters are so strong. And it can be hard to deal with things not going how you thought they were going to go. Well, the show is honestly like its own fucking thing, too. Like, no show has ever been filmed like, has edited like, you know, like this show. It's weird. And they really, like, and people people noticed it this season more than anything. Of like, yeah, you gave me 15 minutes of content with fucking 30 minutes of montage, you know, like, of shit I already knew, you know, more or less. You know, or just, like, this one especially, like, and they're great, you know. I love when they stop and do, like... You know, like, their little artsy, like, you know, like, the little opening with, like, you know, Frito Kala and, like, you know, like, the fucking, you know, the birth of Venus and shit with, like, Rue and um, Jules and shit. And then dress it up, you know, like, Brokeback Mountain and shit like that. Like, I thought that was, like, a great little intro where it's, like, all right, this is, like, interesting. But it's, like, they always fill the show up with just, like, little weird shit like that, you know. Um, yeah. And, and I music think. music video shit and. This season kind of struggled with, like, explaining what time it was, like, in the year, or how long it had been since things. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I think the first season, didn't they focus more on a character per episode? They they broke it, though. They yeah, bro- but they, they like, that it. was, like, the general gist, right? Like, yeah, they gave they, a background on a character, and then other things happened. Out of, like, eight episodes... Five of them were character episodes. That's why I say they broke it, and they didn't necessarily... Like, three of them were still, like, just their own thing. Yeah. I almost know? think that that's what this this season was missing more of. But they did have, like, little... Bre- but, I mean, like... I was going to say, they, they, they gave, like, Fez... His, they started out with Fez's episode. They started out making you think, And okay, then they got a Lexi episode. Yeah, you know, they gave... Yeah, they gave Lexi a lot more, um... You know, they, they really, you know, they gave uh, Cassie and Nate kind of like their own episode, too, like right off the bat, you know, with their like little, you know, imaginary baby scenario and shit. And, yeah. Um, they gave Cal an episode, more or less. That's true. Too. That's true. Maybe they, they had three or four of them, you know. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Maybe, 
They just maybe weren't as strong. I don't know. I think that the season overall for me was seven seven point five or an eight. Yeah. I mean there's definitely yeah, it definitely got picked apart, you know, for good reasons. You know, yeah. like it definitely was a little bit I didn't think that's how uh Astra should have gone out. Yeah, dude, I mean that whole situation had me fucked up. Like I don't know, like like ever since the beginning, you know, ever since like the first dude got killed, it's like I was not happy about it turning into like this fucking drug dealer murder yeah. shit. You know? I, I, I actually think that that one would have been fine. Yeah, and, and and they did it all right, but yeah, turned oh, into this. You and know. I was I was right. I was right for a minute. I was like, oh, they're gonna turn it on her. They're gonna frame her because they know he's he's recording them. Oh, what, Lori? Yeah, I was like, oh, she's smart, dude. Faye, that's what I'm saying. And they they really make you think. Like Faye was about to like, you know, Faye went from like, oh man, like, you know, like she she could have warned Fez earlier. You know what I mean? But then yeah. she did it at the right time. And then she fucking went full-blown on, Fe- like, Team Fez. You know what I mean? It was like, no, motherfucker. Like, yeah, Lori, Lori did that shit, you know? And yeah. Like, I mean, that, and that's, like, kind of, like, code type things. You yeah. know, like, you don't but snitch on somebody. You don't work with the police. You know what I mean? Yeah. But why did fucking Ashtray have to do that, man? I don't know. I think part he of it is, is kind of Fez's, Fez's fault. You know what I mean? Like, he is just a kid, though. You know what I mean? Wait, wait. How's it Fez's fault? Because he he treats him like a partner, not necessarily like a kid. Maybe. Yeah. And like I don't know, if you were twelve and your brain is still developing, and like you get it in your head that like I, mean, I need to take out anything that's gonna threaten us. You know yeah. what I mean? But Fez, Fez is too young to realize that, and Fez grew up the same way. I know, I know. I'm not, know? I guess I shouldn't blame Fez, yeah. but like, I don't. I guess I guess I could see how Astro would accidentally fall into like a murderous rampage after doing yeah. it once. Well, that's the that's the one thing is that the show, even though it gets like super unrealistic, it's like that's also like the hyper realistic part about that situation is that like despite like the way they getting there, I think being like kind of dumb and you know and kind of annoying to me. You know what I mean? It's like so many people get in situations where like. Yeah, they just feel like they got to shoot their way out of some shit. You know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. and that's their only option is just to fucking... I mean, if you were 12 and you've, you've seen Scarface a bunch of times, you're like, this is it. Yeah. I know how this ends. But um, you got to give them some props for for, the <laughs> for playing dead. Uh, that's and true. then popping up with the shoddy, bro. Oh, man. That was <laughs> well, crazy. You're like, oh, my God. You're like... You're like, oh, no, this dude is down. And then it's like, no, wait, he's fucking really about to... That was crazy. Because I don't think he took any cop out before that, too. No, I don't think so So that either. was like... He only hit... Fez has gotten hit, but that yeah. was it. Man, that that was wild. I wonder how Fez will end out. Yeah, dude. It So that's the other fucked up thing is, man, is they really, like... They didn't do... Like, what happened this season? Like, I mean, it resolved a lot of last season. You know, they the cam got arrested. Wait, Cal? Cal, that's what I meant. Cal yeah. got arrested. Um, Which feels fucked up. Yeah. Doesn't it? Doesn't it not feel right? But like, he, like that didn't like it shouldn't have been Nate being so high and mighty, you know, doing that shit. But yeah, I, I think Nate will have more demons to wrestle with. Oh yeah. From it, if that makes sense. But I don't know. A good amount happened. I thought the play was awesome. The play, no, the play is phenomenal. And like, wait, was it? Did she? Did she storm on it this episode or the episode before? 
Uh, no, because the the one before it ended with her like staring through the glass, looking like fucking Jack. Nicholson oh right, so shiny. it was this one that she she like. Yeah, it started. That was out. awesome, and everyone was like, "Is this part of the play?" Yeah, and Maddie's like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, no, uh-uh. somebody need to put this bitch down." And she got together. Oh, that was that was great, and the per like the fan next to her was like, "What? She did?" And Cassie's like, "She wasn't her boyfriend." <laughs> Yelling back, oh man. That yeah. was an awesome moment. And they came back to do the rest of it, and they killed it. Yeah. It was sad not seeing Fez there, that Fez missed it. But I don't know. And, like, the, I think Rue had a good ending to her season. See, that, I mean, I, that's the that's the thing. I, the way when they ended with Rue just kind of talking, I'm like, this is so, like, 90s. Or, like, you know, this is so late 90s, like, early 2000s, like, stylistic of a thing to do of her just. Because she jumped time. She jumped months in that, in that last paragraph of hers, like the way she was describing. She's like, you know, I haven't, you know, I don't know. She just jumped months. Like it's about to, it's about to be way, you know, the third season, you know, in two years when we get that one. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why they had to get rid of Ashtray. Like, he's like the next time, they yeah. shoot, he's gonna look Big like he's fuck. fifteen. Yeah, and he's still gonna be like that's probably twelve smart, or thirteen. Bro. That's smart, cause Ozark, that kid, right, shot up, right, and like, I don't think they're Finn Wolfhard. With how crazy these actor schedules are now, I don't think they're gonna be able to shoot for a second. Especially um, what but do you think about tying in two things we've already, or one thing we've already talked about? What do you think about Barbie being on After Party? Oh, I liked it. I was like, "What up?" Remember, I told you she was on the episode. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, I was like, "Nice." It was cool okay. to see her and not something else. Yeah, I thought it was great too. I'm like, I'm like, I really want to see her. It w- it reminded me of like back in the day when you see someone do like, you know, you see someone do like a little guest spot on a show like that. It's like that does, you know, I don't know. It doesn't happen that much anymore. Where like a big actor will like go on for like one episode of a show. Like yeah, and I and I know she's like just now getting like big or anything. But I'm like, yeah, I'm excited to see her play more characters. It was cool seeing her get uh, tapped in for it. Yeah, and she did a good job. That yeah. was a cool little, cool little moment. Um, I did. I, people really hated the Dominic Feige song, but I feel like maybe I just like turned like no, just no, started no. scrolling on my phone a little bit for it and just okay. like zoned out. But I thought it was a good song. It was great, and I I think that it was like, you know, like when I watched it, I wasn't necessarily hating on it. I did think like, okay, this is a little long, a little long, but I like that, you know. Yeah, and especially like, all right, you remember in Google Hunting? They use a lot of those kind of shots where it, like, sticks on the character's face for a long time. Yeah. And, like, no. makes you sit with how they're responding to it. No, definitely, because it, like, it changed, too. It yeah. Was like, it was just mainly, like, you know, performance. And then at the very end, it showed, like, Rue's reaction. And then it really went in on Dominic Feike, like, singing it to her. And just those last two clips of them, too, I was like, wow, like, yeah, like yeah, Zendaya killed it in just fucking a facial expression. And yeah, and there's just like this pain of like drug yeah. friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, I th- and I think that it was smart to incorporate his fuck like him playing music, like it, you know. And they did that with like the guitar loop thing, you know, kind of. But they never showed him playing. They yeah. never did anything. Um, but I I thought I'm like that. I'm like it's only it's only right to actually have him fucking sing on this shit. Like he's that good and he's a good guitarist. Um, no, definitely. I also it, think it, people sometimes forget they are in high school. Like the character's yeah. supposed to be in high school, and that's like a very 
like high school thing to do. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna share this with uh my emotions with uh, through song. Yeah. Um, and it's Dominic Feike. Yeah. No, know. but it was it was just funny too, cause it cause I I just was thinking like okay that was like a little long like. And people are going to hate that because <laughs> yes. people, you know, like Pink Panthers is big for a reason. Yep. You know, um, Dominic Feige's first album, a lot of his songs end at about a minute 15. Yep. You know, and so that's why I was like, oh, my God, people do not want three choruses, like no matter what. And that's why I thought it was just funny, you know, and then seeing the Internet go crazy the next day was hilarious. And seeing him respond to it was funny as fuck, too. Like, no, definitely. I think that uh, what's her name? Sydney Sweeney got hurt in that little wall slam scene. Yeah, it looked like it. Maybe her ankle. Bro, what's her name? Being like, uh, uh, BB being like, yeah, that bitch fucked your boyfriend. Get her, Maddie. <laughs> Get like, her. <laughs> that shit is hilarious, yeah. bro. And, and, and Barbie's like, no. Yeah. Don't it, do it. Yeah, people are saying it's like the two angels on Maddie's shoulder right now. Yeah. And I thought Lexi's play was was great. I also love the little. My favorite line, probably from the whole season, is where she, they're like, "Art is supposed to be dangerous." When they say what? Art is supposed to be dangerous. Oh something yeah. Like that, whatever that was about. Yeah. Uh, it was very meta, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because you could almost make that argument about Euphoria as a show. Yeah. Um, in yeah, terms some of some people don't like it. And I get it. I don't think it's for everybody. And I think that some people forget about. I don't know. I think it's mostly should. Is a show centered around Rue and like addiction with other people as the side characters, mm-hmm. but, but maybe I guess it's about everybody. I also feel like people don't give Sydney Sweeney's character enough credit for like maybe the trauma that she's dealing with. Yeah, you know, like her I mean, dad's out of the picture, and like she had her like nudes leaked to the whole school. Yeah. Um, no, her character is like. As bad as they made her, you know, or as, like... Off the deep end? Yeah, you know, as, like, crazy as they made her seem. Like, it's, like... Yeah, it, it, I think it's, like, it's good to see, like, how, you know, how easily someone like that can be, like, seen that way. You know what I mean? Who doesn't truly deserve it. But, unfortunately, I don't know if people are actually, like, picking that message from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just being, like, oh, wow, this bitch is crazy. You know? Yeah, because like, they, they don't do a great job at reminding people of their past you know what i mean ruse is always being brought up yeah they're like flashing back to like ruse past well and it all it is but also ruse perspective yeah yeah you know, definitely less, but i love when rue is like lexi 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 yeah, yeah, got, got the crowd the, yeah. going and she's like oh okay i did that i don't yeah. know but this shit is weird like and 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 i we we so we were argued last time we talked about euphoria about the mom saying that in real life or not. Uh-huh. But this one, this one teetered the lines with that too of like That's what I'm saying. them having that conversation about the play and it happened in the play as well. Yeah. You know, but it's like clearly like Rue, you know, saw the play and went and talked to her afterwards and they kind of Yeah, I need re- to rewatch it all cuz they definitely toyed with what was real and what, what was real what wasn't. Yeah. And I think that is a big theme throughout the show. Yeah. Well, so they said, and I, I've mentioned this before probably, and I've talked about it like just outside of the pod, but like after the first season, the Sam dude was like, the Sam dude specifically said like, this is all from, this is all how Rue thinks things are happening. She's like, yes, he, he's like, he's like, he, he basically said like, you know, one day we might see what other people think about it. And I thought that that would happen in season two, which I don't think it really did, but it makes me wonder if like, 
like I would love Sydney to narrate an episode, Maddie yeah. to narrate an episode, and really kind of like switch that up next season. It's but. also interesting because I feel like going off of that, this the, the times when Rue is really yelling at people and like giving them a really hard time, that in her memory, that's how bad it feels. Do you know what I'm saying? Like maybe she wasn't even necessarily that harsh in reality. She oh, probably man. was, but like yeah, you know, like that level is how bad she. I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I think it does a really good job of uh, not glamorizing addiction. Yeah. No, it fucking it shows a lot of you know, yeah. a lot of the layers to it. Definitely. I think one of my favorite scenes is like when Rue wakes up, she dancing around, almost ridiculously, and then like she realizes her sister's been watching her, she, and she's like, "Fuck!" She like, "I'm being weird right now. Like I'm and being she so weird." The pop tarts. Yeah. She is. That was a great move. Knocks him in there. Did you uh, catch the Tom cameo? <coughs> he was in the crowd? He's in the crowd. Really? Yeah, I think so. It's a pretty good... You can like look it up. You know, did you hear about a, a lot of those actors never came back the next day? A lot of the um, the extras? Really? Yeah, a lot of the extras, they filmed that Lexi play scene, and they were stuck in their seat for like nine hours couldn't leave we're just waiting for you know for the scenes to get shot and yeah and so like a lot of them didn't come back the next day the lat the my theory on this season specifically is that shooting in film caused it to be more difficult for them production wise and the focus on having to deal with that and think about that caused them to like neglect other parts of the story or maybe how it was being shot or in post they were like fuck what do we do now because like this maybe is all we have ruined yeah not even like you know what i mean but like or just wasn't you know like sometimes you take a shot and you're like this is cool and then you go back and you're like ah oh, this is not cool yeah and you want to redo that but then you're yeah. like fuck we can't like get a whole stadium full of extras again yeah and we can't cgi them in because this is but film but if you ask me, the fucking play was not... Those two episodes weren't missing much. No, I don't think so either. You know, I do really think that it would have been, like, perfect if this was a mid-season thing. You know, like... Because to me, like... You know, I mean, Ashtray dying was big, but I don't know if that that should be the Euphoria finale. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Like oh, a, you mean... For the whole show? Well, no, 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 like this, this season. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? It just doesn't feel like that should be the season ender. You know what I, I mean? I mean, I thought Nate was going to kill Cal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big thing that happened, too. You know what I mean? But, like... And I still think that But that's still so weird to me. Like, the him locking him up is just, like... That just kind of came out of nowhere. I did not... I think it sets up an interesting season through Nate. Yeah. I mean, no, definitely. Because, like, he's probably going to have... And he was already fucking being a dick to his mom, so it's like this dude is just out on the loose. Like, yeah, and they're gonna have like financial troubles out the wazoo, probably. You know what I mean? A whole business taken away. Yeah. All elude. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what they're gonna do, man. I wish there was a a good male character in the show. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Not that yeah. it can't be a show about all girls, but... Yeah, I mean, Dominic Feige's just like the horny dude. Horny drug addict. Not drug addict, but horny. Yeah. And then there's the theater kid. 
Ethan, Ethan's the good dude in the show. Ethan is the good dude in yeah. the show. That's for sure. Ethan deserves better. You, I mean, and I, I think we probably... Oh, duh, Fez. <laughs> what am I thinking? <laughs> oh, we're good. We're good, Euphoria. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, but but they fucked him, man. Like, I can't believe they did this to him. Like He might be able to get out of it. He might. If they accidentally killed the grandma or the whoever's watching over him who's in hospice... I don't what, know. the cops? Yeah, there's maybe some kind of legal thing that he could, uh... I mean, well, also, it's like, Ashtray's dead now. So it's like, you know, hopefully he can prove that Ashtray did it. Even though he did grab the knife and he did tamper with the body already, like... You know, but, like, Ashtray did it and Ashtray's done. So it's like, yeah. there's no reason... I mean, he also might have a wire on him. We don't know that yet. Who? The guy who's ratting him out. Oh, yeah, he's definitely got... He was recording on his iPhone. Yeah, well, the iPhone's gone now. But I mean, if they didn't never check to yeah. see if he had a wire on, because they know they knew to go in when he was dead. Yeah. So he might have had a wire. That might be, pr- you know what I mean? Why well, didn't Ashtray pick up on that? Man. I don't know, cause he's twelve. True. Uh, True. You see, he got casted in Umbrella Academy or whatever. Yeah, that's exciting for him. That, yeah. I feel like he's off to some good things. He's also a twin, which is wild. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Also a fucking boxer and shit. Yeah. <laughs> what a legend. Yeah. Um speaking of legends. What? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think of Bill Murray in the movie we watched this week? That that's the transition? I don't Bill know. Bill Murray's a legend? Dude, Ian Hayes Bill Murray. Really? Yeah, because of Lost in Translation. Oh, okay. He's a weirdo for trying to fuck with Scarjo. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> right? And there's so many other good things though. Yeah. Yeah. Like any Wes Anderson movie he's in. Yeah. Or St. Vincent. I almost made that my pick this week. Really? It's on Netflix now. It's worth checking out. I had that in my voodoo, I think. Really? I had like a free code for it or some shit at That's some point. sick. He's like a, an old like... Asshole kind of? Yeah. It? But he like wa- start watching over like a neighbor kid. Yeah. It becomes less of an asshole. No, I've seen it. It's a good movie, yeah. Definitely a good movie. It's like a sleeper good movie, I think. Is there any else in, anything else in TV Club? Um, I mean, no, you didn't watch Kanye. Haven't watched Kanye yet. We'll talk Kanye. <coughs> nah, man. Nah, I'm not really watching nothing else. Um, I feel like TV is done now. Nothing else is good coming out for like a long time. Yeah. No, I mean, you see they announced a cartoon boys show. It's already out, yeah. It's out? I think some of the episodes are out. I think it's like, uh, what if... Yeah, yeah, it reminds me a lot of What If. It's like it. What If, but, like, fucked up boys stuff. Yeah. Which what? I wish, like, now I wish that they would, like, do, like, spinoff shows. Like, I would take the Queen Maeve show, I decided. Yeah. The Queen Maeve show would be worth it, I think. I was thinking, I'm like, there's no there's no character. Like, if they did the Homelander one, that'd be, like, Peacemaker, kind of, you know. You but, sp- oh, go ahead. Uh, but, I mean, he's not, like, a good guy like Peacemaker, kind of, is trying to be, but... I don't know. I would like to see them do like spin-off shows rather than like some cartoon shit, but yeah, I feel that. I'm sure it takes a lot uh more like production time and people to do those than. Yeah, oh yeah, obviously, but animating. I would love to see an Ant-Man TV show. I was thinking about this. I think he would make a great TV show. Yeah. I don't know why, but I would love it. Well, hopefully if like Cassie Lang like becomes like a young Avenger, that'd, that'd be, be cool. a good Maybe a little father-daughter show, or maybe Moon like Knight's coming. That's something to be hype about. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean that that's one I keep thinking about, but it's like, you know, I don't know, I don't know nothing. I still don't know nothing about it. And I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, yeah, no, like me I, too. I, I like this like, fucks a moon night. For once in a while, I'm like not like, you know, like Marvel obsessed. You know. I think part of that has to do with the Batman. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm yeah. really hyped on this. Coming off a of Peacemaker too, and true, like, Suicide Squad. Yeah, you know, it's been a. I think those movies. And TV show really opened me up to like the things that Marvel does all the time that just gets annoying. Yeah. Or like the Marvel filter. Like the yeah, ever present Marvel filter. And I love MCU, but Yeah, I was gonna say I'm still not like yeah, it's still great when I see it. I love everything. I think Hawkeye like was it was phenomenal. You know what I mean? That was like amazing to me. And every every show's been great to me, you know. Um I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely like, it's definitely nice seeing like seeing them experiment a bit. You know, breath of, course, of fresh air. Yeah, of course, James Gunn is amazing, but yeah, you, you see know. what he tweeted today? No, he said Pete Davidson is an exceptional human being. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like made a little paragraph on it. Bro, it's gonna take so long to get into fucking our movie today because there's just so much. Bro, other let's shit wait. Let's just get into the movie and then we'll hop back <laughs> okay, out. Okay, okay. All right, man. Let's fucking. <laughs> go again before i even mention what the movie title is did you already say it did i maybe i said bill murray but i want to know what did you think of timothy chalamet in it i will say i think he was maybe funnier and don't look up yeah i mean he's probably funnier and don't look up yeah he's i think he's like meant to be like a spoof you know what i mean yeah yeah no i liked it i i liked it this movie was very interesting but but yeah timothy chalamet was was cool in it and uh but it was also kind of like it was just weird. It was weird him fucking, you know, it was almost like on some Ozark shit, like Wyatt. Yeah. You know, and the older, you know. She, she's adamant that they didn't fuck. Really? Yeah, she's like, they didn't fuck. And Wes Anderson's like, no, they did. <laughs> Dude, they <laughs> definitely did. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool, like, him, like, you know, his, that little story with him and that other little girl that he was, like, arguing with the whole time, too. Yeah. And then they kind of ran off and did their thing. I love the shot where they're riding on the motorcycle. Yeah. And it's like spewing off all those like yeah. fancy, I don't know, it's like, and we drove through infinity. I don't know, and it's like the, the music that's playing. It's a, That's a great a great moment. Yeah. Um, so first off, I got to ask, man, why hasn't Wes Anderson been imitated? You know, like, you know how like, you know how he's got such a distinctive style in everything? Yes. In script writing, in staging and editing and filming and art direction like people have loosely been symmetrical you know where you're like okay this is kind of Wes Anderson you know what I mean and every once in a while there's scripts that are like okay this is cool and different and witty and funny yeah you know and then Quirky. every once in a while there's little montages like the little you know, but basically what a whole Wes Anderson movie is, like, you know, especially now, like, this one, um, you know, but, like, no one has ever, like, actually, like, done it. While I I do think that there's people that are, like, Tarantino babies, you know what I mean? And That's like, true. You know, I, I would consider Safety Brothers, like, they're kind of a good mix between a lot of people, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're definitely... They're they're unique on their own. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, but you can you can tell that they're like influenced by everything, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it's like Wes Anderson is like someone that no one's like attempted to like 
Yeah, I think part of it is it is a the dedication he puts into everything. He's so committed to being himself and like what his vision is. Yeah. Um, I think you could like make the argument that like some of his early works like led to a lot of how other indie movies were. Oh, of course. But like no one evolved like he did. Of course. Um, like you know, Royal Tenenbaums and uh, I'm trying to think of the other one. <laughs> I'm actively losing it right now. <laughs> this fucking cat meows one more time. Meow. Uh, but once he hits sort of like the Moonrise Kingdom, Grand Budapest Hotel era. I haven't, I've started Moonrise and never finished it. That I haven't one's seen good. Grand Budapest. There's a lot of Wes Andersons I haven't seen. And maybe even like once he hits like Dejarling Unlimited, that's when it starts to like really go off. I feel like when I'm not actively watching a Wes Anderson movie, I, like, think he's too... Precise? No, no, no. I think he's too liked that I, like, almost don't want to admit that I'm a Wes Anderson fan. You know, like, I love... It's so cliche to like Wes Anderson movies, especially if, like, you're into movies. Yeah. I don't even know what to do, bro. I'm like... You can pause and just try to see... I I know, but the cat's just not even going to do anything. Like, he's not going to stop. I don't even know how long we were going the last time. What do you mean? I don't know how long that take was. Well, I mean, it's probably like... I think it was like 40 minutes. 40, 45 minutes? Cool. Um, And I do not remember where we left off, but we're back. We're back. And the movie this week, because we didn't say it before, was The French Dispatch. We didn't say it. By Wes Anderson. um, Came out last year. He said Wes Anderson for sure. If you want to watch it, it's on HBO Max now. Yeah. Um, You want to give the fake synopsis? Um, yeah, so it is a, um, visual depiction of the last issue of the French Dispatch, which is a French paper, right? Yeah, actually, it's an American paper, but... It's an American paper in France, in a town, in a small town in France, um, and it is run by Bill Murray, um, and his eclectic writing staff, um who he vouches for completely. Um, and it is more or less a series of short films in a sense. Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of... All right, so I only seen it this one time. That was a good enough fake synopsis, right? Yeah, yeah the real the real one is just one sentence. It's uh, a love letter to journalists set in an outpost of a, an American newspaper in a fictional 20th century French city that brings to life a collection of short stories published in the French Dispatch. You're spot on. It says a love letter to journalists? Yeah. And that's that's, that's definitely cool. how I would put it. It's like a love letter to writers. Yeah. Um, and like what it means to be. I was going to say, I'm, I'm curious because I need to, this movie's hard to take in. I mean, this movie is, the thing about, and like you said it before, Wes Anderson movies, everyone's talking like, like, Hello, how's it going? Oh, it's going well. How about you? It's going very nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're back and forth, back and forth, and it cuts the next scene, cuts the next scene. It's like, boom, boom, boom. It's like, dude, you damn near want to pause and read everything, especially this one. Yeah. This one has a lot of extra verbiage on it that it's like, you know, there's a lot of of thought in this one. Quick, quick stuff. When I saw it in theaters, it was awesome because I just kept laughing. It was just so quick and, like, witty and, like, I giggle at some little, like, actors, like, the way they did something. I don't know. But it, you're right. It does, like, fly by you. Yeah. Um, and so much of this movie is set up to, like you said, read, like, a, like a magazine and read, yeah. like, a newspaper. Even to, like, the way he uses tenses. 
if something happens and it's in the past tense, it's in black and white. If something's happening in the present or the future, it's in color. I and like know, he sets up that rule in it like very early, but like I didn't catch that. I yeah. caught the changes, obviously, but yeah, and it, it makes it like it's like oh, that's a very unique way of demonstrating that something is past tense, present tense. Yeah, because um, this like euphoria is with you know. There's been a lot of things I've watched where they really fuck with you in time. Yeah, you know, and and like what's happening, what's the story, you know, especially in the Timmy story where it's like. Um, you know, she she was actively writing it while being, you know, while well, and and they were all doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're actively writing it while being in it. But yeah, the um, the last one was definitely the headiest of writing while being in it, because he's like reading the story that he had written for the French Dispatch. Yeah, on the TV show. Yeah, on the TV show, and like it's flashing back to the thing that had happened. Yeah, he's like reading it. What was your favorite of the three stories? I, I think the painter. The painter. That's yeah. mine too. I think. I think I that was like. Just a strong start to it. Yeah, I, I love all the actors in it. Leah Sidhu is, has my heart. Forever. Is that uh, Simone? Yeah, that was the the prison guard. That was the yeah okay. Um, she was dude dude, like, yeah like I I wish I would have wrote I wish because it was it was moving so fast that I like couldn't even write notes about this shit. Yeah. But like, she was great. Like. When when he was like trying to kill himself and he was like pull the he's like pull the button bitch or he says something yeah. like crazy you know what I mean and then and then she like does it for a second <laughs> and she like she gives him a quick zap and then is like no yeah you're gonna finish this fucking painting you're gonna get up and you're gonna suffer while doing it but it will get better yes and she's like unless you want me to do this and then he like fucking rips out of the yeah. seat like I I always love stuff that's like the plight of the artist you know. And yeah. like the struggle and the cycles of being an artist. Yeah. That, that captured a lot. It's funny because I guess when Wes approached her in France, they like ran into each other and he approached her about the film. He like, the, she said they're like both really shy. So like <laughs> he like was avoiding bringing up that like she'd be nude in a lot of the shots um, for like the <laughs> new modeling shots. Um, and then she not like, like read Sam. The, huh? I said he's not like Sam. No, not like Sam. <laughs> but, I, but I mean, she's Leah say dude. So like, she would be down. I don't know. She's in like blue is the warmest color. Yeah, well, yeah. I was gonna say I don't know her at all. She's in James Bond too. Okay. Um, I haven't seen any of those besides. She's in a few other movies, uh, big action movies. I too. started No Time to Die twice and I fell asleep. That's fair. Very quickly. That's fair. Each time. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I, I, it was like a fun one to see the theaters, but I would fall asleep probably. Yeah, I feel like those are ones that like you have to see in the theaters one time. Yeah, she plays his, his like forever thing in those things in the beginning he's with her but i guess so wes approached her and then wes sent her the script and she only has like five lines but then she was like oh there's so much more like acting potential in the character outside of just yeah line spoken no she killed it uh, like. and i guess she he also like showed her this animation and he had the whole movie animated he like animated himself and i was like whoa well and he had that one spot at the end i thought that was a that strange was cool. choice for him too you know just like, to switch to animation for a second yeah that was and fun. it was like almost like the style of animation is like not what i would have pictured him doing yeah per se but like yeah it was interesting i love how much the movie switches between different formats and mediums and how quick it is i think it makes it fun to rewatch even though it kind of makes it confusing I think a lot of people didn't like it because it doesn't have a necessary, like, overarching narrative. Yeah. But I think I enjoyed the little peaks of life that it gave. Yeah, no, I, I thought it's great. You know, I think it's great to be different like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd much rather see some shit, like, 
different. I, you know, I'll be real. You know, I fucking fell asleep twice in the last seven minutes of the movie to where it, like, it was, like, really weird. You know, like, it, it was so strange where I'm, like, I know this is, like, about to be over. And all of a sudden, I'm just, like, I look up, and it's just on the voodoo screen. Uh-huh. And I was, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so I ran it back. And I fell asleep at the exact same spot again. Uh. And then I'm like, and then I, I just, you know, I just finished it like at seven, you know, and, and I had to run it back again. So it like really kind of like fucked up the last like four minutes for me. But I really only missed like the last four minutes. And it's just like, it is kind of like, you know, going back to it. I was like, yeah, it's not like a traditional, you know, there's no ending, you no. know, per se. You yeah. know, I mean, there kind of is. Because I mean, it's it's the last issue, you know. Yeah. I, isn't that how it, it ends with them? Like, sending him off, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, more or less, yeah, it's just them, like, all together. And then, like, yeah, his body's just kind of on the thing, and they uh, they can't, you know, like, a morgue is, like, on strike or whatever. Yeah. So the body's just, like, on the desk and shit. That's wild. I also love the Owen Wilson story, where he's just, like, talking about the town. Yeah, <laughs> and that's so quick, and just, like, the intro of it, And it, it just too. sets up the whole vibe. Yeah. Uh, And I... I there's just so many little details in it. I, I was talking, I mentioned it before, but the, the shots that I think about are like the morning shot where like the water starts pouring, the dog runs past, and like all these people start filling up the streets. And it's like to think mm. about all the effort that had to go into like figuring out how to get the water to pour, figuring out how to get the dog to run apart, figuring out how to get the other dog to run past, then having everybody timed out where they're coming out of these buildings. On top of picking out a location for it. I don't know. It's just so meticulous. No, I, I agree. I just also, like, the part of the reason I brought up the fact that, like, why hasn't anyone tried to imitate him is the fact that, like, I somehow look at all this shit and think that, like, it, it's probably easier than it looks. Or, no, you know, it's probably, like, like you know, obviously some, like, not, not easier than it looks, but I, I feel like people are afraid to tr- attempt it. I think part of it is that if you do that for one moment, like the way the Wes Anderson works is that he does it for the whole thing. I know, I know. And it's like they have to commit to it. Yeah, yeah, No, I, yeah. And like, I think that, like you said, people are afraid of that and they more want to commit to like making something more maybe realistic. Yeah. Or just like capturing the moment. Yeah. And there's some goodness. I mean, like remember Licorice, Licorice Pizza to me? So like I went, when we watched Licorice Pizza, I came back and I rewatched French Dispatch. And it threw me off so much because Licorice Peach is so much long shots and, like, close-ups and, like, where it's a long scene on one thing. And then you're going over to this, and it's, like, shot, 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 shot. Like, I don't know. The, it's just so unique. And yeah. you, it kind of, like, disorients you when you go to watch something different. Yeah. You almost get, like, used to the Wes Anderson pacing. Yeah. I just wish people, yeah, I, like, wish people would try it. Like, it makes me think, like. Yeah, I agree. You know, like, I, I think about, like. Even like uh, to like music videos, bro. Like fucking um, Brockhampton, you know. Like they they would do some crazy shit like that, where it's like, you know, you think that shit looks like so meticulous. Like uh, the the owl video with Dead Never. Um, I don't know where I'm going. You know yeah. what's that song? Uh, oh my god! If I gotta get the high road, I'm rolling. <laughs> I know you what know, you're talking about. You know when they like all light up the lights? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that's like a Wes Anderson shot right there, more or less. You know what I mean? And Def. like and it seems like so like yeah, like impossible, but it's like Or like Lone Wolf, like a lot of his styles. And I feel like he kinda got a lot of people like borrow what he's done a lot with the paper. Yeah. But I don't know what you mean. Yeah, he almost does yeah, that's like the the 
like the more art direction style of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is weird that like, even just on a, you know, like you could think of like Blonde influence on music, like how when Blonde came out, so many people borrowed that style, and borrowed a lot from that. You're right in that like a lot of people haven't really borrowed from like Wes's toolbox. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone's been brave enough to try it. And, and, and like we just said, yeah, it is a commitment. Yeah. I mean, it like, it's a huge commitment. And you almost have to, like, like write the movie, like, with that in mind. You know, and Wes definitely. Anderson probably is just, it, it's second nature to him. I, I, you know, he might honestly, like, struggle with trying to make, like, a realistic movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, Bottle Rocket is the closest thing. And that's, like, what his first fucking shit? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, that was probably him just having limitations, not being able to do. Yeah. You know the you know the Royal Tenenbaum style. You know, and this feels like the opposite of Bottle Rocket. This is this feels like him to the extreme. Yeah, in a lot of ways. No, this this definitely does feel like it was him. Yeah, is him like sort of enjoying himself with it. Yeah, it was a little indulgent. Yeah, uh, but this, I I think the the characters and like how many amazing actors and amazing performances there are, it's like every actor showed up to act. In my opinion. Yeah. And I think this one, man, he, like, really did open up to a lot more people than he, I think he typically does. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I haven't seen all his movies, so I don't know. You know, I I know, obviously, who his main people are, Owen. You know, and he didn't have uh, Jason Schwartzman or um, Actually, Luke Wilson. I think Jason did a voice in it. Yeah, I was going to say, Jason might show up, like, as, like, a prison guard or something like that. Okay. Is, is... Flash. Yeah, Flash, Flash, Flash and Willem Dafoe are in it. Yeah, Flash is young. Yeah, Spider. Speaking that, of Spider Club, that's uh, one of my favorite shots. Is when is Flash when switch. switches into uh, Benicio, and they take they put the necklace. Yeah, and that's him growing up. Yep, dude. That yeah, that shot is. <laughs> he's like the the all the different painting styles he does. Like he's like doing landscape that he's doing. Uh, you know, mental impression. illness <laughs> yeah that he's doing self-portrait and like it's like him painting himself painting himself I, I don't know it was it was very genius yeah yeah this movie is definitely like you know i don't know i've said this the last two the last however many movies we've watched where i'm like i can't wait to see this again like big lebowski even goodwill hunting like you know but that was because i was like only half in it but this one it's like man i can't wait to see it again because it's like it's just so fucking hard to like yeah take it all in and yeah. there's so many little details you'll pick up on yeah and it's only an hour and a half so like it's an easy no. one to put back on is it no not? it's it's an hour and 48 i think oh man it feels so short it does feel short how long is it it's 108 minutes i know that 148 yeah you're right hour 48 dang it feels so quick though yeah that's basically an hour and a half though and you could always watch it in chapters yeah um, but no, I also love the art that he ends up making in the prison cell. I think it's, I don't know, it looks nice. What, the Simone shit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I loved when, uh, what's his name? Finds out it's on the fucking... No, the, yeah, but Adrian. the art, D- A- yeah, he was hilarious, because he was just like, he's like, this is how you, you have them draw something real, and if it looks good, then you know they're not faking it when they do the abstract stuff. And that cracked me up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he was really great. And yeah. The and fact th- that he just switched like three times in that one <laughs> night too where he's like, he's like, you did it. You did it. And then he finds out it's fucking, you know, on the federal wall. <laughs> it's and like he's, like, you, he's like, you know talent piece of, you know. And then, they, and then the fighting scene where it's like. It, yeah, it's hilarious because he's like, 
agent's telling off this dude who's like killed somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, I forgot. He's like, he's like you. Mur-. He even calls him like a murderer. Uh, and like, then the prisoner riot. I love. I love when they have the shot and everybody's stopped and it looks like a photo. Because yeah. you know that they basically just had everybody stand well, there. You do see some right little... when it starts some shake. Yeah. And then after that, everyone's really fucking still. Yeah. And I wonder if that pisses Wes off or not. No, I think he loves it. No, I think he does too. But, like, I wonder if, like, I don't know. How many times they did that shot yeah. to get it as perfect as they could? I wonder if he had to grow to, a, to love that flaw. You know what I mean? Sometimes you grow to love that flaw. Yeah. And sometimes, like... The artist could be so like, oh, I need everybody to be still. and Yeah. And I feel like it would be such a modern thing to do to be like, oh, let's just uh, freeze it in CGI. And then, like, we can get it as perfect yeah. as possible. And but that like, does look weird. And you can, you know, you can yeah. notice it, obviously. And I just love how much of it feels like, how can we play around with <coughs> filming something and setting up shots? And, like, what kind of different shots can we do? I don't know. There was yeah. something magical about being like, huh, like let's just pause it and do a, a crane shot. You know what I mean? Or a, a trolley shot. Yeah. A trolley around the scene. And it showed off the painting too as they're like showing. I don't know. It was, it was fun. Okay, so I'm going to go grab a drink real quick and I want you to tell the listeners what your favorite Wes Anderson movie is and why. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, I'll go on a rant here. Okay. I think my favorite movie is maybe Moonrise Kingdom, but that was because I saw it in theaters when I was like a senior in high school. And I also just love the little love story layering of like a childhood love story between two kids as well as between two adults that it also takes place in there. And it's just the sense of adventure and funness and quirkiness. But Which movie was it? Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen it. Yep. That's <laughs> um, the Edward Norton one. I think... Darjeeling Unlimited is the most comforting one to watch. It's a good like, really? little comfort watch. Yeah, because it's like, I don't know, less happens in it. It's not as great as the other ones. And sometimes when you're watching like a great movie, I mean, that it takes kinda, a lot out of you. It is kind of appealing to think about like a simple Wes Anderson movie or like yeah. somewhat simpler, you know, because even when it, like his shit always says like simply like, it's simple the least world. amount of things happens in the Darjeeling Unlimited. They're just like three brothers on a train. They're just training it up. But it's cool, and it's a beautifully shot movie. And I like Owen Wilson. I think he's a he's a fine a fine actor. Same mode because I stole about the cover. <laughs> Corey's out here stealing. Stealing. Thieving it up. Thieving it up. I'm going to go to jail like Benicio. No, he was a murderer. But I think in the in terms of the French Dispatch... The one that the story that grew on me the most was Wait. the what? Aren't you gonna ask me? What's your favorite Wes Anderson movie? <laughs> um I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. I I love Royal Tenenbaums. That's I think a Royal Tenenbaums is so interesting of a movie. Um his characters in all of his movies feel like you could just, an- you know, like they're so yeah. animated and full of life. And speaking of animated, I really love his, well, his stop motion. I mean, yeah, Fantastic Mr. Do- Fox and Isle Dog. Both are great. Are phenomenal. Like, they're both so different and like, yes. it's hard to pick. But yeah, I mean, his movies are like so, so all over the place. And there's so, there's so much I haven't seen where it's like every time I see a new one, I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to go see him. But then it's like. Yeah, after a day or two passes, I'm like, 
I'm like, oh, Wes Anderson. I'm like, yeah, it's everybody's favorite. You know, like, yeah. even though people don't talk about him, like, all the time. Like, you, you could know. even make the argument, like, Tyler's, like, influence. You could see the Tyler well, influence a lot. Well, Tyler might be a big part of why it's, he seems overhyped. Maybe. You know, for me, at least personally. and that He definitely borrowed a lot from Grand Budapest at times. Really? It feel, I mean, not yeah. totally, but a little aesthetically. Yeah. And not in a bad way. But no, definitely. I mean, he's he's talked about it specifically. like, And I think about that, and it's like, it is kind of a shame when, not a shame, you know, not because Tyler, you know, Tyler's great, but it is kind of a shame when people, like, talk about some stuff because it's like Tyler talking about Wes Anderson and Tame Impala a lot has made me, kind of like stay away from them you know what i mean i know you're and, saying. and it's like wearing supreme it's like okay now that you know like certain things like that like there's also like a, a vibe of a lot of people talk about those yeah and it's like just a person like tyler it's like when they say something that becomes like you know what i mean like five million kids like mission statement after that yeah. you know like and especially like you know like you might ask somebody like What's your favorite movie? And they're like, oh, you know, anything Wes Anderson. Yeah. And like, oh, what do you like about it? Oh, they're just so quirky, you know? <laughs> they're so uh, yeah. spunky. I don't know. I, there's a difference between people that, like, love. I mean, I guess I, I'm not going to trash on anyone's likes and stuff, but some people just like Wes Anderson because they know it's a quick. Yeah. It's like a, a personality quirk. Well, I think that there's people that have, like, taste, and then there's people that don't. You know, to be honest, there's people that are into things that, like, they're into, and there's people that are into things that, like, people are into, you know? And there's a, there's a mix of both, you know, obviously, you know? Yeah. But I feel like, you know, Moonrise and uh, Grand Budapest are probably the best entry films in the West. Really? Maybe. I think you'd like, I think you'd like Moonrise more than Grand Budapest, but Grand Budapest is excellent, too. Um, it's definitely like funnier, man. There's who's that. Sh- who's in Grand Budapest? Uh, is that another Adrian Broner one? No, it's. I'm trying to think of the guy's name. He's in a. I think he's a murder on Nile and. Ralph. Finnez. Um Flash is in it. To- Tovey, Flash, Tilda, Owen Wilson, Edward Norton. Oh, it's Voldemort. That's he's the lead. He's really great. Uh, it's it's a fun one. It's very you know set piece oriented. Edward Norton's great in it too. Tilda is that lady in Doctor Strange, right? Yes, she what was so funny in this one. Who was she in this? She was the one that was telling the presentation on the artist. Really? Yeah, and she's like, remember where she's like, I was alone with him once. <laughs> She yeah, did she like w- that? Was like off the record of that speech, right? Didn't because she like yeah, she, like, I, I got a just, drink and like I think the lights she just turned made, off. I think she just made it up. Yeah, but, yeah, it was off the record, <coughs> and it was fun because that one, that's like the present of it. Is she the writer for that? Who's the writer on that story? Um, I don't know, but I think she was like. It might be Tilda. She might. She, be the she might. Yeah, I think she. I guess she was the writer because she was also like. But but later on, like Bill Murray was like, was like, why is there an expense for this hotel? And she like wanted to go like she was like, yeah, like twenty years ago, you know, I went there and hooked up with blah blah blah. Like she talked about like hooking up with him like, like years later, like with Bill so Murray. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, she's like, I wanted to relive my glory days, and yeah, he was like, all right, write it off, like or whatever, <laughs> you know, like. I loved. Uh, what was I gonna say? I love the shot in the beginning when the guy's bringing up his breakfast to him. 
He's like walking yeah. up all the stairs. But did you notice that it like? I wonder if it jumps on purpose. Yeah, yeah. no, it jumps on purpose. But I wonder, like, you know, it, it, it like is interesting because it looks cool with the jumps in it. But I also wonder if that was just like him being like, "There's no way I can sacrifice a minute and forty five seconds showing him walk." So let's cut it into the confusing thing though that like there's one shot that's bad though where it's like you should have seen him like. No, but like the confusing part about it is there's other things in the shot that are continuous. Well, that's, so it's that's like, easy. So it's like, well, I mean, some of them, it seems like he's going faster than expected. Yeah. So it's like, did the guy just like sprint? You know what I'm saying? Up yeah. Those things, super duper, like, I don't well, know. No, 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 he didn't. Like, I mean, that that him walking up was a whole separate shot. They could still have him going up and, and keep like, you know, and, and just kind of paste him in, you know, his shots in. Because it's a long shot of him from the bottom to the top. Yeah. But so there's moments that like it looks like he went way faster than expected. I know, but, like, no, the, I know. The character in front is just walking normal speed. There's one window where it's like it was like three fourths up, and he, you know, he was coming in um, from the right side to the left, and and he goes into this door, and then you see in the window right there, he's just instantly walking up the stairs like the yeah. opposite direction, and it's like that window, like you 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 would have seen him pass by to get to the stairs and you never did yeah, yeah um so i'm like that was like the one window that i'm like that's like the one that like they didn't have blocked off right in a sense but like yeah. and like who knows like maybe cuz like to keep it being a long shot they could use a stunt double or something like that cuz yeah. it's far away no but i mean easily so like they can like they can easily have like the, the all the people on the, on the street level you know being like one long shot and then have like the top half of it you know being the same shot, but it's just like it only shows half the picture. Yeah, you know? uh, I think part of me is inclined to believe that like Wes Anderson would just be like, you know, what I'm saying like instead of editing two shots together, like figure out a way to like mess with people's perception by like doing something in real life. Do you know what I'm saying? I I don't. Know. I see what you're saying. I don't know if I I don't know if I believe that. I think that. I, I, Either way, like, the fact that we can't figure out how they did it, like. No, I think, I, I mean, I think I know how they did it, but. but I mean, I, I think wrong, I know how they did yeah. it, too, so I'm not, I mean, no offense. No, like, <laughs> but, like, Stevie. like, that's what Give I'm saying. Give me a fucking break, buddy. I think it's cool that, like, it's not immediate how necessarily yeah. all the shots are done. Yeah. Uh, I think that's part of the magic. I think, we'll, we'll just ask Wes whenever he's on the pod. Yeah, know? we'll get him on. <laughs> we'll see what's up. Oh. Uh, but. What was I going to say? <laughs> the middle story has uh, some good moments. I like the little play in it. Um, I like that it feels so teenager-y. Uh, little play. I'm kind of, I don't know why I can't. Remember, they have, like, the little play about, like, why the the boy comes back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's, like, doing a play reenactment of the, the story. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just, like, war. showing what it was. Yeah. 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 Um. And the dude fucking jumps off. Yeah, and they're his like, leg. they're like, hopefully the the they're like, it just rained. It might be muddy and soft. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is it? Uh, five. five <laughs> they're like, it's like five flights, you know, with tall ceilings. Or like that. <laughs> and then they were playing the chess game, and the, that that was funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's how they're just solving it. Then he just gets distracted by love. You know what I mean? Yeah. More or less sex, but. They loved each other, and then he just dies. Yeah, that was that was wild too. I'm like, damn, they just yeah, (laughs) like they just killed him off. (gasps) But I'm like, I'm like, that's probably like if I was Timothy Chamley, I'd be like, 
I'd be kind of happy with that. Yeah. You know, like that's like I the best I'd be thinking if it'd be funny. Yeah. I think if I was him, I'd just be happy to be part of the project. Exactly. You know, but to also be one that goes out, it's almost like a privilege to go out in a Wes Anderson movie rather than yeah. like, you know, being like, oh, fuck, man, I wish I would be like still alive, you know. No, definitely. All of it makes me so much like, if you look at the cast pictures from Cannes, Ka- Ka- I can never pronounce it, Cannes, I think it's what it is. Oh, uh, the film fest? Yeah. It's just, it's a, a crazy cast and they're all just chilling together. Hmm. Um, I, one other last one I'll mention that I love is when Bill Murray is telling uh, like the James Baldwin based character I'm forgetting blinking on the actor's name Jeffrey Wright he's like telling Jeffrey Wright he's like this is great but the last paragraph like why'd you remove it like makes him put it back in uh, and it's like the whole <laughs> it's like the most like it wraps the whole story up it was like a beautiful paragraph I don't know it just reminds me of like sometimes when like artists don't want to make that like yeah. Full commit or like a too afraid and like they just need that that yeah. little editor to push them in the right direction. Yeah. I don't know. Not definitely. And it was like a good wrap up to the Bill Murray character's arc. That story. Yeah. Dude, I didn't see it again, man. It's easy to miss so much shit. Yeah, there's a lot of little 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 details tucked in. It's hard in. to understand the point right away too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like and, and and I like that. Like it's not a complaint at all. Like I kind of like there being, like, so many layers to it that it's, like, it's hard to understand what you're watching at times, you know? Not it's like deaf. It's like a fucking Frank Ocean album, you know? Like, yeah. in a sense of, like, it's like, oh, this is great. I know this is great, but this is only going to get better, you know, the more I see it. Like Definitely. I think the movie really, really commits <laughs> to being a magazine. Yeah. Like, it, that is just what everything, everything is surrounds it. And it's very evident, like I said, if when you rewatch it, pay attention to like when it goes black and white in color, because yeah, he's like I will. making like little. There's like moments where he's also referencing it being like a past train of thought, like they're stuck in the past with their way of thinking, yeah, and like they're in the present with their way of thinking, uh, like especially when they're like revolting against like the teenagers are revolting against, the stuff, like it'll show like the parents in black and white because they're representing the past, like the kids in color. I don't know. They're just like some some cool little things that he did like that, and I also think it pays tribute to like a man who lived his life about art and like dedicated himself to it. The Bill Murray character. Yeah. And I think there's some coolness in that. Yeah, no, it's great. I like that it's just like labeled as like a uh, love letter to journalists. Yeah, love letter to the New Yorker, baby. Harvey Weinstein caught with contraband milk duds in LA jail. <laughs> what? What? This is just a news story you saw? Yeah. I was like, what's the connection? Speaking of uh, jail and crime, do you think the Batman movie is going to be good or bad? Here's your call right now. What you said jail and crime just because he's a crime fighter? Yeah, of course. <laughs> and because it's uh, uh, the Riddler. Yeah. You What would you ask, though? Do you think it's going to be good or bad? Oh, I think it's going to be great, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I do think about it. And it's like, man, like, I've been thinking a lot about Batman lately. And it's like, what? Like, what? Like, I don't really like Batman. You know, like. What? What's what's so cool about Batman? Like, it's there's nothing there's nothing amazing that draws me about Batman. And I was really thinking about it, too. And I was like, I was like, what made Batman the one? Because. Batman's the one for DC, right? He's the biggest one. Well, maybe. He's 
I mean, wait, Superman, say Superman is, is Superman is bigger, but he's a very un. But Superman, Superman is a bland character in my so opinion. So Superman was the the OG one, right? But Batman kind of is probably always been their move. Their Batman is their Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I that's what that's what I was getting to. Okay, there's yeah, Batman yeah. and then there's Spider Man. You, if you take those two, you really think about like what made those popular, like. You know, I don't know. I was just at least thinking about like, you know, what Batman started out as and what he is now. And Spider-Man's pretty true to what he started out as. Yeah. And I think Batman is too, but Batman had a lot more like color to him in the comics, I think. Even with like, you know, like the Batman like it was just like Nolan really set I, I think the Nolanification like that's what I was saying, the Nolan, Nolan really changed people, Batman. Well, I'm People love. I loved the Nolan Batman. Oh, I still do. But like, it definitely made people be like, "Oh, let's make superhero movies gritty, yeah, and serious and realistic, yeah, and let's make that like that. Our, that's how our Batman. Yeah, it be. changed movies too, yeah. but but it also changed that character drastically. Definitely. And like, and I just think about like, man, like think about like his old little theme song, like yeah, Batman. Yeah, I was like, thinking about that the other day. Exactly. Like it but was like it was similar to the OG Spider-Man of just being like this fun kind of like you know it's like to the back cave yeah. you know like yeah campy exactly. I feel like it, the Dark Knight and everything after that has been a response to how like sort of cheesy and over the top and and campy everything else was getting with the Batman stuff because it had gotten a little bit like kind of sillyish you know. Yeah, um, I guess. I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, if you look back at the other like villains, you're just like, whoa. They were kind of... Even the TV show. The TV show's kind of silly. The Adam West TV show. But I kind of want to see that movie adaptation. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I want to see saying. them do, like, the, you know... Like, Funny, quippy. Yeah. You know, and they, they kind of... You know, that's why I may go back and watch, like, um, the OG Riddler one. You know, because that one, like... Yeah. But I, I love... I love the grittiness of Bat. For me, why I like Batman is that he doesn't have this like Captain America serum built yeah. into him, or he doesn't have like a Tony Stark Iron Man suit. I mean, he kind of does with the bat suit, but and he's yeah, I heard, he's gonna have some tech in this one. He's got yeah. like some crazy contacts and shit. Like, and he has like the the bat ring thing. Yeah, but I love that it's just some dude who was like, "Fuck it, I'm just going out there and, and doing this shit." for justice sake because like it's what i need to do yeah. or else i'm just going to be a shitty scumbag billionaire yeah and making no difference i don't know there's something cool about that yeah we're like you know at times it feels like maybe spider-man has like nothing to lose you know what i mean he's like still trying to make it like i guess i mean batman in a lot of ways has nothing to lose but i was about to say i feel like spider-man has more like nothing yeah. to lose than no batman. no i'll take like, that batman, back Wayne, you know, he always has, like, a fucking multi-million dollar company and, like, you know, like, I don't know. And I can feel still like live his personal life. Like, while Spider-Man yeah. is just, like, sometimes he feels like he's, like, suicidal wow. without ever saying it. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes he just has nothing else, you know. That's a good point. In a lot of ways, externally, like, looking from the outside of Spider-Man's life, it doesn't seem like he has much. But his life is filled of, like, love and connection and, like, people. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, yeah, he like, might have more Batman, internal happiness. Yeah, whereas, like, Batman... Has like this like he fighting demons for you real. Have, like, he has his mansion, all this money, but like yeah. he's had everything taken from him. 
Bro, I was watching The Batman Begins. I cried so hard. I was oh, just the, like, the, oh, the my God. OG Nolan one? Yeah, it's just so sad. Dude, that one, like, even, like when I was young, I, like, was, I, like, thought that was, like, so good. And it's, like, <laughs> it is, like, a slow one, you know, like. It, it is definitely, like, the, it's a Nolan superhero movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I thought it was such a good setup for, like, for the Dark Knight. And then, to like, you know, I mean, I, you know, I don't know if he had, like, the Dark Knight plan while he was writing that. But, like, you would think he probably would have because of how good it is. It just set up Batman. For it really that. did, and they you just know. get into it in the in the Dark Knight. Yeah, which but is then, awesome. Then you think about it too. It's like the Dark Knight really is like Joker's movie. It is, but I mean, it's also the only movie in that trilogy where Batman's at his prime. In the first one, he's like you know getting building up yeah. to his prime, and he's in his prime. And then the third one, he's like recovering from yeah all his injuries and stuff. But getting fucked up. Yeah, and just taking the blame for the stuff that's why i'm excited to see this one and like maybe there's because like no one was so obsessed with what the batman symbolized and like what the batman meant that this one could be a great batman story and maybe lead into other great batman stories I yeah don't know. nick nick loosely mentioned that he said it's pretty nice that they they don't really do like a origin you know it's, it's like that similar to homecoming in a sense of just like they just skip past the bullshit. You and know, that's, that I think seen. a lot of superhero movies have, like, the energy sucked out of them from it. Because the thing is, with Batman and Superman, you know the story. You know the yeah. gist. Like, you know what I mean? And if you don't... Yeah. I also... There's something about this movie that, like... You know, like, how, like, old people would refer to, like, any kind of, like... They'd be like, oh, what are you doing with your Game Boy? Even though it'd be, like, a DS or something like that. Yeah. It's, like, funny that this is just, like... The Batman, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just like what is like someone would say, like, "Oh, are you gonna go see that Batman movie?" <laughs> it's like that's what this movie's called. It's just the Batman. Yeah, I love the name. The name has I always appealed to me. Like the name and Robert Pattinson. Like I've always been game yeah. for it, you know. And and when I when it first started getting rolled out, I was like, I was like, eh, cool, you know. And like there was the nervous articles early on. What do you mean? There was, like, a few articles where it was, like, there was issues on the set. Oh, yeah, yeah, And, like, Robert Pattinson was, like, I, he might have just been lying <laughs> when he was just, like, I uh, refused to get ripped for this. I was, like, I'm I'm not going to work out for this. No way. I'm just eating my beans in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Robert Pattinson. Bro, but Matt Reeves apparently, like, because, <coughs> you know, like, they started shooting in the middle of COVID. Robert like, Pattinson got COVID. Right away. He was the first person to get COVID. And then Matt Reeves was like, oh, my God, I can't get COVID. And so, like, he would start showing up on set with, like, goggles, a mask, and, like, a scarf to, like, wrap it all up. Yeah. During, like, all of that. Yeah. Because he was like, if I get taken out, this movie can't shoot. And so, like, he started taking it all too seriously. So, it's, I'm excited to see what they were able to pull off in the middle of COVID because it feels like No Way Home. Not change how it was because of COVID, but... It could have, it could have been, yeah. It, uh, maybe they did it for plot hole stuff too. Cause it really would have fucked with people's head if they saw three Spider Man. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm trying to think about like what they would have done if they would have had free range in Spider Man. Yeah, I like, think what the do you only think? thing No Way Home misses out on is like a moment where Peter is like being tested to his limits in front of a ton of people. 
Because sometimes in Spider-Man 2, that's what yeah. made it great. Like, remember that train scene? Oh, yeah. And he's, like, ripping apart as, yeah. like, he's trying to save the day. No, that is, like, a classic superhero thing. And you it's know? like, oh, man, are these people going to die? Even, like, Iron Man 2, like, you remember, like, just, like, him racing and having to, like, deal with that, like, racetrack shit, like, right at the very beginning? Right. I mean, like, like, he has the bridge scene, but really the bridge scene boils down to, like, that one family and the... Whatever administration lady she's trying, he's yeah. trying to impress. That that's what I'm saying. There is scenes that it's like, all right, this feels like this is in the world, but that yeah, the way that's filmed, it's like, it's fucking her and Doc Ock, and yeah. that's the only people on the bridge. It seems like you know, like even that there's people like running away actively, and it's like, it never feels yeah. Not a lot of extras in the movie, yeah. but that's a minor complaint. But but then again, they they kind of do because it's like the very beginning. They filled the whole street up. Yeah. For that one scene that the school was filled up. like It just, like, feels like later on, I don't know, where usually they would just fill up with extras and things. Yeah. They, like, did. They had two scenes. And it extras. it makes it a more intimate movie, which I think was its strength. <coughs> True. True. But I'm excited for this Batman movie. I think it's going to be a classic. That's my call right now. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I mean I honestly feel like and Zoe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like I I feel like I feel like it all like I feel like we already know what it's gonna be like that like you know the trailer the art and everything like it's you know and not know what it's gonna be because like I I really am like looking forward to the story like you know like I hope the story like entices me and I hope there's like you know obviously like I hope there's like a mystery you know I, that I, is what I'm really I really, really want this to be like like seven yes. Like, like I'm, re- I really hope that it feels like. Or seven. like, have you seen Zodiac? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly like that. I mean, that's like a Fincher vibe, but like I love. Zo- did Fincher do Zodiac? And Seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I yeah. love, I love those kind of movies because it's yeah. just like suspense of like, what's going on here? Yeah. And like, I don't know. I'm excited I, I, to see what the riddles end up being. Yeah. I really hope that like if if it gives me that. I'm I'm happy. You know me what too. I mean? Like, um, and obviously, I just love Pattinson, man. Yeah, cause I, cause, cause just judging off everything, I'm like, there, you know, it doesn't really look like they're gonna lose. And judging off everything I've heard about it, it's like everybody's saying it's great. People are saying that it's like, it's in the Nolan, you know, guidelines in yeah. a sense. It but it, but it does its own thing, and it might even improve off of some of the things that Nolan didn't do right. And that's what I'm kind of hoping for too. Me you too. know. Um, it has an 87 around tomatoes right now. That's a great sign. Yeah. Because I, I feel like anything above a 75 can be a classic. Yeah. Or like, I mean, you know, any score could be good. But I have a good feeling about most things that are over 75. That just gives me like a... If it would have been a 23 going into seeing it, I would have been very skeptical. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a huge drop, I guess. But but that's what I was worried it was going to come out to be. Like a 40 really? or something like that. Yeah. Because that's kind of what Batman... What's Batman versus... I'm going to check what that's sitting at right now. Because I was hyped for that one, and that one, I was like, oh. Yeah, that one, it's like you're hyped for at first, but like I remember seeing those trailers and being like, all right, like, and what's Bat- going on here? Batflick is kind of cool in its own way, but like... I didn't dislike... I like Ben Affleck in a sense, so I didn't like... He dis- was just like a... He's like almost too... too ripped for me. <laughs> Or maybe like too teched out. I don't know. Dude, Batman vs Superman actually wasn't terrible. Do you want to know what it got? What? Twenty three percent. That's exactly 29, oh. 29. 
I was gonna say that was the exact number you said too. I think they were just some. Um, I it think wasn't Jesse terrible. Eisenberg's villain wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, I really was looking forward to him being Lex Luthor too, but yeah, I don't know. I there was stuff that could have been improved on. Here's my thing. I think Superman is a hard character to write. That was actually the last superhero movie I like gave a chance until Black Panther. Until you got back into superhero movies? Yeah, Batman vs. Superman was the last one. I remember being like, this was good, but, you know, but whatever. I'm trying to see what year this was. 2016. That's fair. Wait, that's when it was? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought it was like fucking 2012 or 2013. I'm crazy. I'm tripping. Well, I mean, Black yeah. Panther's two years after that. I was about to say, man. I, th- two then years I, old. Then, then the, like, the, really the last one I watched before Batman vs. Superman was fucking Dark Knight Rises. You know, which was probably like 2012, 2013. Then. Yeah, that makes sense. And that one is... That one's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's just not as uh, superhero-y. It's hard. I mean, you can't really follow Dark Knight. I mean, I don't... I mean, like, the Dark Knight isn't really a Batman movie. In the sense that, like, Batman is in the movie. As Batman the whole time. Yeah. Like, he's Batman, like, twice. What, in Dark Knight? The Dark Knight Rises. Whoa. He, like, shows up as Batman um, on his motorcycle. I forget why. He's, like, trying to stop him off the... I haven't seen it in forever. He, like, shows up on his motorcycle after they go mess up Wall Street. Bane does. Um... Tom Hardy's great in it. I like Tom Hardy. It's See, just I, his yeah. vocal mixing. But I then, liked it, and he fucks up the football game too. Like that. That part like, is so tight. That seems insane. Like the, it did have some like, they they definitely did the best. I think they did the best they could to follow Dark Knight. With yeah, that and the the Raja Ghoul twist, is is always a classic Raja Ghoul thing. Yeah, I don't even remember. Like it's like the daughter is Raja Ghoul's daughter. Mm. And she's the one that, like, could jump out of the cave and not Bane. Bane was, like, a protector down there. Mm. Um, but I love, like, him climbing out of the pit kind of was cool. Yeah. And then he shows up to, like, Gotham and Ruin. And he's like, Batman's back. Um, and it's cool. I know people, like, complain about the ending, too. Of, like Robin. Well, they were like, I think Robin... That I liked that. Me off. I liked it that he's like passing down the torch and it's about Weed. Batman being a symbol. It, if you like watch the whole thing and like you watch it under the perspective of no one is trying to like make an argument of like what Batman means and like stands for, it's a cool like passing out the torch. And there's like I just like, want to see where that went. I needed the Nightwing movie. I think like you you could just imagine in your brain no. for no one. I no. know like I I I just like it's a truth. You know what I mean? No, but they could have done a Nightwing movie just on its own. Yeah, but then it gets into, like, I think stuff that probably no one hates about superhero movies. Well, fuck him, then. Why'd he do them? So he could do Inception. Yeah, I know. No, I think he <laughs> did, though, because he wanted to make his stand on superhero movies. He just didn't want to get into the commercialism of it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, He told I his story. I think, like, the idea is that even after but it's like Christian Bale's Batman is gone, like, this... It, there's someone taking on the mantle. All right, that makes a little and bit. It's of sense. like a but even in the darkest moments, there's like some citizen out there fighting for justice. But it's just also a little bit cruel, you know, to be against the commercialization and then also just like tease like such an important character at the very in the very last few minutes of your trilogy, and then not let it go anywhere. And th- but he did EP uh, Man of Steel in the midst of that. 
to where it did seem like he was gonna be the DC guy. Yeah, and he I, does he does EP uh, Justice League too. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. He uh, didn't let he didn't him and I fr- him and uh, what's the guy Snyder's wife saw Justice League, and they wouldn't let Zack Snyder go see it because they thought uh, what's his Joss Whedon had ruined it so much. <laughs> so I guess you are right in there. I think. I think it, it, well, the way I see it is that him becoming Batman, Joseph Levitt's character in it, completes his arc as a character in that movie of going from, like, this orphan to being a cop to being, like, Batman, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, like, being a part of the system and then leaving the system. Yeah. But I know what you mean. I guess it would be hard to make the Nightwing movie, too. Like, I, I guess I could see that being tough. You know, I guess... um you know, since they already did do, you know, his character a lot of justice in that. But it's like they already got the origin. So it's like, all right. Yeah. You know, then you could do like the fucking, I guess, like the, the homecoming method of, you know. Starting just, him up. Yeah. And, d- and then it's just a great fucking story. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it could have worked. but It could have worked. It yeah. definitely. There was something there. I'll and it that. just seemed like Joseph Gordon w- would have been so. That's fun- part of it, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like. That would have been so his, great. His character was very cool. Yeah. And, like, that's part of what makes the movie work without the Batman is all of these little characters that are filling up Gotham to, like... And, yeah, them just being so good. But... And people the one people... pissed the, about... Uh, I know people get mad about the nuke ending, but I... So, like, people were mad because they were like, oh, he was dead. He, like, had... Like, there's no way he could have gotten out of there and uh, survived. You know what I mean? People get pissed about Scarecrow, too. That's, yeah, about him being not great. Yeah. Wait, but here's the thing about the nuke, though. There's, like, a really subtle moment where Lucius, Morgan Freeman's character, is, like, talking about how the autopilot's on it's broken, but, like, maybe if he has time to take it up. And at the very end, he's, like, going to look into, like, the autopilot files, and he's like, oh, it was fixed. And, like, yeah. they're like, who fixed it? And it was like, oh, Mr. Wayne. And there's, like, a shot that you see, it, like, hit the building, and there's, like, a clear moment that Batman could have, like, hopped out. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. So that really was him at the end. He was just living his life. Yeah. Which was nice. But I don't know. I, I Scarecrow was kind of a weak villain. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Well, no, just that yeah, just that they kind of teased him a little bit and didn't do m- enough with him. You know, how him being hey. such a good villain. He's in all three movies. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's why, yeah. That's why, you know, I there, don't know. There's so much that they can do with Batman. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think... And anything, like, I've talked about it a lot in other types of forms, but, like, Nolan's thing was important to, like, as a stepping stone for other movies to build off of. And, like, a moment where, like, a a cinephile movie head was like, all right, superhero movies can be Oscar movies. And, like, superhero movies can be artsy. Cause like, did, you know, it, <coughs> did it get nominated for shit? It might have gotten nominated for like special effects or something. Anything. It might have won something. I have, I have no idea. Um, yeah, dude, he was also like, I mean, if you, yeah, now that I think about it, it's like he was pretty good early on about like, you know, really opening up the um, the stories while being very hyper realistic movies. He put a lot of extra comic book shit in. Yeah. Even though I'm bitching about it being teased, you know, and not like utilized, like to its potential. Like he he was early on in that and probably influenced Kevin into being like, okay, like 
you know, like this can be done. We can just fucking throw a villain in and not make him be the full villain yet. You know what I mean? And make people wait, you know, and, and expect him in the second or the third or whatever, you know. No, definitely. And it just opened it up to like superhero <coughs> movies not having to like be so cheery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a way. I don't know. It definitely opened up things a lot. And it was a different take than, like, you know, like the Martin Scorsese take on superhero movies. And I don't know. There's a few yeah, other. Yeah, he hates them, right? Yeah, he just who doesn't think of the art. Who made The Joker? Who directed that? The guy who did The Hangover. Really? <laughs> yeah, isn't that kind of funny? <laughs> you know, I've been watching Between Two Ferns, like, all day today. Oh, dude, that shit's so I, funny. I've seen it, you know, so many times, yeah. but I'm like, it's just been a resurgence today. Dude, the Barack Obama <laughs> shit is so funny, bro. Bro, it is so funny. I gotta <laughs> look up what this guy's name is. Because um, Matt Reeves, I didn't realize that. We talked about this, had done Cloverfield and stuff. Yeah. So I'm excited that he did that. Uh, Todd Phillips. Someone was trying to say uh, they want Robert Pattinson to go up against William Defoe as Joker. I want it to be what William Defoe suggested. Have you? Said, did you see that? Where like Willem was like, I think it would be interesting if I played opposite of Joaquin Phoenix, and he was the real Joker, and I was like a fake Joker, and like I, because you know like he could just dress up and paint, and like start to do shit, and like it's attributed to the Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. And so, like, he's messing with Batman, and he's messing with the Joker. And he's, like, stirring up all this shit. You know what I'm saying? So there's two Jokers, but one's the real one, one's the fake one. That could be a dope way to, like, introduce Batman and, like, maybe even, like, you know, into the jo- that Joker world, you know? Um, yeah. And maybe even make him be, like, kind of older and, like, out of it for a while. Like, maybe he's not Joker for a while. Like, maybe it's a huge time jump from where he, they left off. My favorite theory is that they could really bring the Joaquin in at any moment because it would just be all in his head, that it was, like, the 70s. Like, that was just part of, like, how deep into, like, his psychosis he is. It's like, that's how he sees Gotham is, like, the 70s still. Hmm. And he's, like, actually the whole time just been in modern Gotham. Yeah, I don't know, man. The Joker it was really fucking that. I might have to watch that one soon. We might have to do that one on the club. Huh, I wish, I wish, we would have like. Maybe maybe one day whenever we get like a Patreon and some subscribers and some sponsors and shit, we can do like you know like the big Batman like you know, do like all a bunch of the classic Batman movies before you know a release like this or some shit. Yeah. Because it would be you know I I do want to see like a mall now. You know? I do too. I I get excited when Matt Reeves mentions like having a he has like a realistic plotline for the Mister Freeze, because that one feels like a hard character pull off, um, and not seem like kind of goofy, but it has a great story to it. That should be good for St. Louis people because we all love Mister Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> What's the best Six Flags ride? Um, I haven't been there in so long. I don't know. It's probably. It's either Batman or Mr. Freeze. I like Mr. Freeze, I think, the most. Cause it's like, boom, boom. Oh, Batman's probably... Batman is Batman is, is the fun. classic. It's, it's the it, fun and the smoothest. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's smooth. Um, Last time I went on the Ninja, I don't even know how old I was. I was definitely like teenager years. Like going with my like young cousins and brother. And like I went on the Ninja. Got stuck? 
No, I just like the head. Your head gets hit. Back oh yeah, yeah. I walked off. And I I went to the bathroom. I threw up. Dude, I got stuck on that at the very last. Like, there's one last turn into the thing. It's like an L. We were right here, right before the L. Forty-five minutes just sitting there. <sighs> <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Was it like hot summery too? Oh yeah, it was terrible. But I actually like. Uh, I actually kind of like like the screaming eagle. Dude, the and, boss is tight. And the boss, too. Do you remember when that, that time where the guy was just going on the boss over and over again? No. There was this time where, like, the guy was just going on the boss every day, nonstop, to, like, break a record. <laughs> I'm like, wow. That's so weird. I was like, I would like to study his body and see, how, like, if anything got, like, messed up from it. Yeah, I wonder if there's just a day where he's just like, man, I just can't do it. I just don't want to do yeah. it. But he had to, like. <laughs> oh, no. It's like the the hot ones guy. Except roller coasters. That would be a great interview show. Interview on a roller coaster? Yeah, and like you're asking them questions like as they're going up. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And like in between the breaks, you ask them like that. And they're like, ah! Yeah, you ah. just go, you guys ride all the rides in like Six Flags. Yeah, and that's what the interviewer does for everybody. The same roller, you know what I'm saying? Or different hey, roller bro. coasters. Hey bro, you should you should do that. You should do that one day. I gotta test it out for it. It's been a minute. It's been a roller coaster. I gotta make sure I can like handle it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I just throw up on every single roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Comedians on roller coasters, drinking coffee. Dude, it's, it's like, it's you know like how people on the hot ones like they can't handle the heat. It's like on these like they they, they throw up on camera. <laughs> Uh, oh man you gotta make everybody like drink coffee on it too it'd just be funny like yeah comedians on coasters drinking Drinking coffee coffee. (laughs) comedians on coasters doing coke (laughs) that would be a little edgy yeah too edgy for the family but so no you should call celebrities on coasters drinking coffee I get the coca-cola sponsor drinking coke drinking coke Mm. It's a show. We did it. It's a show. We gotta pitch this to somebody. Yeah. Or no, we just start a movie club channel. That's true. First we gotta get Six Flags to let us in for free all the time. MCN, Movie Club Network. Movie Club Network. Copyrighted. Yep. Watch out. We should go on like cable access. We should like figure out cable access and Dude, that's what the, access. That Kanye thing had me thinking. I was like, how did he get I want to know if that's possible. It probably is. Dude, that, I mean, that is, like, people used to do that shit all the time. I don't know if it's still a thing, but it's got to somehow be a thing. But it's probably also, like, super underutilized. Yeah, I mean, college stations have radios, radio stations. I'm sure there's, like, some kind of weird way that we could get some kind of weird late night KSDK TV show segment. You know what I mean? That'd be funny. Now we're thinking. Yo, let's do it, man. Let's make a fucking TV show. I'll be down. It'll just be us talking. We yeah. We can have... We'll make it like the Eric Andre show. Well, we can make like a network where it's like, you know, we get a time slot every night, but it's like every night's a different show. One show, you know, one episode could just be like movie club highlights. One episode is just going to be me talking to the camera about... The sandwich I had earlier that day. No, we gotta do like a we gotta do like a nature show with you, like you like Steve <laughs> Irwin, you know, like just have me outside. No, just go to like Grant's farm. 
<laughs> it's just me just jumping over the fence <laughs> into animal things, being like, I can talk to animals. Just <laughs> us walk, no, us walking around the zoo, and you're like Steve Irwin, you're just like reading <laughs> off the shit. And <laughs> this is a bald eagle. <laughs> I think that uh, it is looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was about to say it'd be a crazy indie movie about like somebody in a zoo, but then I remembered that there's already a movie franchise about zoos. We could just start a YouTube series called Public Access. Public Access. That'd be That's pretty good. That's just random Although shit. Although there, there is like that Channel 5 YouTube channel. Uh, the the um, the dude that was on. Yes. I, I All Gas, No Breaks. All Gas, No Breaks, yeah. Yeah. He's pretty funny, though. Yeah, well, he's great, yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah. That's fine, though. Channel 5. Fuck. I might, yeah. Public Access is a good name. Public access is a good name. I like that a lot. Yeah. Public access, the community network. Yeah. Community broadcasting, baby. <laughs> CBN. CBN, community broadcasting network. <laughs> Dude, uh, speaking of public access and people who have made public access TV shows. Wayne's World. How do you feel about that? I guess you haven't seen the last Kanye episode. I haven't. This one makes me the most nervous to watch. You haven't so seen the second one. I know, but like I feel like that one is still like Kanye college dropout era. This one feels like it's gonna be a lot more maybe like behind the scenes footage of uh maybe more of his like bipolar issues. You know what I'm saying? It is. Yeah, I mean and it's that's gonna be like him It stresses me out I mean, to he witness. Was running for president and shit. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if we'll get the chance clip. <laughs> Cause you know that that's what that's who shot that. Probably. Really? I mean that was like a cell phone footage, I think. I don't know. I think it was a cell phone footage of the, like, editing room. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like a leak. Because I, I think What's he would have... Chance been on? I don't know. I think Chance is just trying to drop some, like, so, like... You know, he's been doing those singles, like the black black screen, white text songs. What? Yeah, go check his IG. He's got, he's got singles out? Kevin Abstract, like, retweeted one or was a fan of one of them. He got caught up in that. Remember when him and Vic went to, I think, Ghana? And they met the president there. And then when they were coming back, Vic got arrested for having all sorts of psychedelics on him. Really? Yeah, it was something like he had a vial of LSD and like four bags of shroom gummies. And he was in custody for a while, but then they let him out. Which is like, of all drugs to get caught for, those are like pretty harmless, but... I'm also just like, how do you not, how, why are you bringing that much with you? Yeah, I don't know, man. And like, why aren't you having like one of your friends that's less, I don't know. You looking it up? Looking up what Chance has been on? Yeah, I'm not on Instagram. But he don't got him out on iTunes. I don't think he does, no. I think he's just been, I think he's sort of been practicing and just being like, I don't need to make music to have money but also that could just be what it seems like from the outside yeah I mean he's he's dropped some random shit yeah I don't think he's dropped any of the ones on Spotify or iTunes that he's put on yeah I don't know I'm pulling it up right now I just saw a photo of him like on a beach like his wife or some shit. I love my wife. 
Mm. On some real DIY indie shit. <laughs> Just black and white. Simple text. But it feels like you kind of have to do that shit to get your songs listened to. Yeah. Tis what that is, though. Tis yeah. What do you think about Kanye and the Pete stuff? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm always, um, my thing is for like this video, I'm like, think about all the people that had to be involved with that, that okayed that. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, so there's a lot of people that worked on that for sure. And like, and I the, mean, somebody had to say, Make that look like Pete Davidson. But then I'd like also think about like man, Alicia Keys just had like him and like Five Year Four and on like a song and, and and like he's like dissing Pete on that and she's uh, like yeah, I think that's his song. Kanye's? Yeah. No, it's Alicia Keys' songs. I think. I think it's on Donna too. Well, maybe they're both gonna have it then. Maybe yeah. It's like I mean, it's day. on it's on Spotify and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Alicia Keys had to be down with that. But but they were like together. They were like together right when that was happening. Like yeah. they all got together for some shit. And no, like I mean like she was at the Donda Two performance too. Yeah, yeah. She played so that shit like, live. It's like man, there's so many people that are just like strangely like just like with him during like some of this crazy shit. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like I get why the baby and Marilyn Manson with him, you know, because, you know. Yeah. They all crazy, but like when Alicia Keys is with him, you're like, are you on <laughs> this shit too? But like I don't know. It's, doesn't he have, like, that line in, uh, it's, like, Diamonds of Sierra Leone, where he's like, Alicia Keys tried to talk to some sense into him. 30 minutes later, there's no convincing him. Inter- international asshole. Blah, blah, blah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, so it's just funny to me that, like, they have, like, a decade-long history, a decade-long history of her trying to be like, is this really what you want to be saying? Yeah. It's also just funny to me because it's, like, it's Pete Davidson. I don't know. I don't know why that's so funny to me, but like, imagine anybody else that Kim could have been dating. Like, imagine if he started dating Brad. She started dating Brad Pitt. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, that'd be hilarious. Like, which wait, which one do you think is funnier? That it's Pete, or if it would have been like someone like Brad Pitt? I mean. The funny thing is, like, I feel like if it was Brad Pitt, people might not be as appalled for some odd reason. About Kanye coming out and being so... Yeah. And, like, if this video happened, like, because it's Pete, it's, like, almost like... It's almost like, bro, why are you wasting your time on this? (laughs) Like, Like, you don't realize that, like... Like, and I'm not saying they don't have nothing, but, like... First, like, like Pete's notoriously like with with like famous women for six months. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, and like, no offense, I love Pete, right? Yeah. But like, it's kind of a look. If I was Kanye and my ex started dating Pete Davidson, and I was Kanye, I kind of be like, ah, you downgraded a little bit, babe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. N- not and like. That's not ragging on Pete Davidson. I'm just saying if I was Kanye. Well, I think that's also maybe what is driving him crazy. Yeah, okay, that, know, maybe that's part of the case too. I think that may be part of the drive. It's like, how? Yeah. Okay, I get it. Because 
if you like, it, it's just if you really think about it, it's like, all right, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox make sense, you know, like sure in a weird way. You Same with Travis I mean? Baker and uh, yeah, Courtney Kardashian. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> don't disrespect pop punk like that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shout out dyslexia. Um, no, I'm just fucking with you. I know. Um, I'm playing. Uh, but but the, like though all those make sense. Kim and Pete do not. Yeah. You know, like maybe she's just trying to join the trend of uh, skinny white boys. Well, I I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, like she's good with that. And like, and people brought up, man. It's like, man, Kim and Kim and Kanye. Like, someone made an article saying like Kim and Kanye have been like, you know, very successfully using each other for fame for you know nine years now or whatever. And it's like true. You know, and it's like. I don't know. It's like Kim just seems like she's really about that. You know what I mean? In a sense, you know what I mean? Like she, she's like, she seems like she's just a businesswoman and knows, you know, like knows what the right moves to project herself. You know yes. what I mean? Like, you know, e- you know, yeah. Even though like Kanye has helped her out, you know. But I mean, like, you know, like when Pete and her started dating, like there was like specific pictures that got leaked and they're holding hands and like. Yeah. It's nothing scandalous. It's very, like, casual. Yeah. And, like, clean. I don't know. She definitely plays her cards right. Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. Yeah, I just, you know, he's just such, like, a, you know, like, you can tell, like, he, like, fucking just, like, smokes weed in, like, a dungy basement. Just, like, you know. Like I mean, he <laughs> seems like he's just, like, a, a goofy, like, dude who's willing to just go by. You know what I mean? Like enjoy life and yeah have a little fun i don't know yeah like he said kind of a stoner yeah i just picture him being like a stoner and i just like i can't picture kim being down with that for too long yeah you know it just doesn't her make ambition sense. i can't picture like him like hanging out around like her like white house you know like that fucking you know it's like the empty you know like their big old empty mansion you know like yeah I just can't picture him, like, chilling on the couch, you know? And she's like, I just want a relationship where we, like, watch the same shows. And it's like, bitch, where do you even have a TV in your crib? Like, Yeah, I I'm mean, kidding, but I feel like, no, because I feel like she would just go off and be doing stuff and he'd just still be <laughs> hanging out. But I guess he does go back and do SNL. Yeah, you yeah, know, I mean, he's probably at his crib. Dude, like, I mean, yeah, the weird part is it's like, bro, they might, you know, like, it's I crazy. Mean, cause no one's seen them together in weeks or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, who knows if they even are still dating, you know? like. Yeah. Um, who knows? That's a good point, too. I mean, no one's seen them. Like, dude, that was that was honestly months ago when they were getting spotted together, like, every fucking day. You know, like, no one spotted them together in a long time. And Kanye's That's true. I think part of that might also be because he's afraid of Kanye yeah. and Kanye fans. But he, like, joined Instagram for, like, a week. Yeah, and they like deleted Kanye. it because of Kanye. Yeah, you know, and like, yeah, it's like that's strange to just join Instagram at this moment and then delete it. Like, he might have been messing with Kanye, to be honest. Or I think he had a promoted ad he had to do. Who knows? Who knows? I hope that nothing bad comes from any of this. Yeah, I mean, it as much as like we're all joking about it, like, I think yeah. I would be a little bit like. I don't physically worried if I was Pete. The worst thing that could happen is like some dumbass fan doing something. That's what I'm saying. Though. That's like it. It feels like Kanye has like a little bit of a beehive himself. Yeah, definitely. And he hasn't done a good enough job, in my opinion. If anything were to happen to Pete, yeah, like even if it wasn't like a big deal, it would definitely, in my opinion, I'd put some blame on Kanye. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, definitely. I hope nothing happens. But I mean, I don't. You can't really put blame on Kanye. But like, it's like it'd be like super like uh, you know that'd be just grimy. that's like i don't know that's like saying you can't put blame on trump for like the people taking over the capital you know what i'm saying even though trump didn't say yeah i don't know true it would but i mean it would have to be a kanye fan explicitly yeah but i don't think anything will happen i think and like you were saying they're very good at manufacturing publicity for themselves yeah you know like i don't, I don't think know. like the normal person realizes i mean like or by normal person i mean people that are outside of like music or media or like anything like that realizes how little certain people are talked about um like how much press coverage results in streams yeah i mean and no, kanye, money dude kanye was like the you know he's he's been like He's been like br- breaking some streaming records lately. He had ten thousand sales in one week for College Dropout last week. Really, ten thousand units—that's crazy. That's a huge number. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, if you think about—that's probably streaming like, too. So that's like, when's the last time like J Cole was mentioned? You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't talk about J Cole like that all the time. I, I mean, just thought about J Cole because I started. A TV show. Maybe that's a bad example. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, some artists, like, Drom. You know what I mean? Like, would yeah. kill for some pub- publication. Yeah. And, like, Kanye, after all of these years, is still one of the most talked about people. There's something that's, like, impressive about that. And that I think goes underrated. Um, and it, for better or worse, too. But... Yeah. Because a lot of times it's for worse. But... As of recently, since Donda won, he, like, actually put music out and has, like, you know what I mean? Like, people always give him shit because he's, like, only trying to sell something. But it's, like, I mean, it's, like, nah, man, as of lately, he's been doing more crazy shit than he's been trying to sell shit. Besides sneakers, I guess. Stamp player. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, that's all, like, that's still new. You know, I'm talking about, like, since, like, Life of Pablo and on. You know, he's dropped, like, I mean, I guess he's dropped a few albums, but he's done a lot more crazy shit than he has dropped albums, you know? More or less. And he's done a lot of crazy shit, like... I mean, like, the crazy shit with, uh... Like, <laughs> Ye and Go, uh... Yeah. Kitsy Ghost kind of lined up with some of the most crazy yeah. stuff. But he was still, like, ever since then, he's been, like, still going. Like, he's never really disappeared. Yeah. You know, like, he... Because he used to disappear, like, all the time. Yeah. And it would be like, oh, fuck, we're not getting Kanye for a while now, like... Um, yeah. And, I don't know, at times I feel okay about that. I, I like, yeah. worry about him a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I want him to find peace in some ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's, like, part of me hopes that, it's like, hopes that he's just, like, doing this shit for, like, fun. You know, the hopes that he's, like, trolling, you know, half the time. But it's, like, he's cl- he clearly can't be trolling, I you yeah. know. I, I, yeah, I think, unfortunately, it feels like. Yeah. And there might be, like, a level to, like, I want publicity. Yeah. And, like, that kind of thing. But, I don't know. At times, I get, not worried, but I get frustrated with how the media will talk about him or like the public will talk about him because like a lot of the public or media would be like mental health stuff matters uh but then they like kind of write him off as like crazy Mm -hmm. and i don't think he's crazy i think he's a genius but i do think he like lets his behaviors go unchecked with that excuse and that i feel like you could have the right to be like yeah he's kind of yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's been fucking up. Because he, he won't apologize for certain things. Yeah. Like, well, 
sometimes uh, he has messed up. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I was trying to say this about fucking Joe Rogan, too. But, like, I feel like, unfortunately, celebrities, like, just, like, I mean, because they are people, but they're, like, so dead set on, like, telling the world, like, they're just a person. You know what I mean? While, like, ignoring the fucking impact that they have when they say some shit. Yeah. You know, like... In in some ways, I feel like Kanye is interesting because he's trying to figure out shit in real time. Yeah. And I do feel like at times Kanye still has people that won't give him the credit that he's deserved. And that could be frustrating. But, you know, I mean, if I was in his... And this is easier said than done, but you got to, like, step back for a second and be like... You know, like, uh, for example, Frank Ocean... I don't know, like, it maybe it was in Homer, but, like, uh, in the Homer press, he had the line where he was, like, when I dropped Blonde, he's, like, <laughs> he's like I realized there was, like, a moment where I was on top of the music shit. Like, he, like, I mastered the music shit. I, I did, I peaked. Not peaked, but, like, I hit that mountaintop, and, like, I know I can do that. So, like, that's why Homer was interesting to him, because he's, like, yeah. I mastered one thing onto the next. Yeah. Um, that's definitely where Kanye has been a lot. And, like, know. I feel like Kanye sometimes neglects to look back and be like that doesn't feel like enough for him to have like hit it you know he's hit it arguably a couple I like, times i feel like he hit it almost every single time up to life of pablo yeah or like life of pablo was the end of him hitting it that was the end of his run yeah like the college dropout to life of pablo no say, no bad albums. He's almost like hit he's almost he's made classics in like three different eras too, which is like insane. You know? Yes. And like, you know, yeah, like Jay Z has as well. You know, like there there's there's people that have done it, but yeah. It's and like, he has like experimental classics as well as like commercial classics. Drake maybe only Drake's only got like a classic in one era, you know, or one uh, I'll give it I'll give him two eras. He's like, you know, in the like the 2012 the take 2012 care. take care and then and he then has like, the, like the, the if reading it with like the trap sound oh if you're reading this is the one yeah i mean like or whatever he he probably has one of that era i was gonna say i can't i can't give anything new too much of a classic but he you know but all his I'd but say his career this. is a classic you know what i mean more that's or less. true like, that's true uh but like kanye clearly has and like you you know like life of pablo is tight because there's this moment where it feels like maybe Kanye not has run out of new sounds, new sounds, but like maybe doesn't have a way to relate to the current sound. And like he came through and it was like, whoa, okay. No, because Life of Pablo is great because it's like the it's like the it's like the greatest hits without being like a greatest hits, if you ask me. Yeah. Like, and it was like SoundCloud era, like just different yeah. ideas thrown together. Yeah. Uh, with like other sounds, like yeah. the sequence. I don't know. You go from. But it also sounds like it sounds like 03 Kanye, yeah, 08 like, Kanye, and fucking, you know, Yeezus Kanye. And it's like, wow. It's uh, all of it combined and great features. Uh, the production's cool. Yeah. I don't know. That was like all a, while being a mess at the same time. Like, yeah, that was amazing to experience. As yeah. kind of crazy as it was, the different versions of Life of Pablo, yeah. like that that could be a thing, and like how it kept evolving, and that was fun to like keep a track of all the changes. Yeah. But then, I don't know. I kind of didn't like that as much with the Donda stuff. Yeah. I love Donda though. Not love it. I shouldn't say love it. I like Donda. 
It's interesting though that like what he is doing, like basically what he did is like, you know, and people used to do this like, especially more back in the day, but they'd be working on an album, you know, and they would throw a listening party for industry people, and they would play their album of demos, you know, and then yeah, because you want to build that hype around yeah, and then they're gonna go tell people, and yeah, then people are gonna get excited about the album, and then maybe a month before it, they're like, okay, we'll play the album for you, you know what I mean, and then. The, you know, they maybe they still make some more tweaks in that month, you know, like, you know, I guess back then it was, you know, they probably couldn't make as many more tweaks in the last month because they had to get CDs printed, but... Master's um, done and... Yeah, but, um, but yeah, you know, so it's like, he, he really just took that and decided to sell tickets to it, you know? Yeah, and I think in a lot of ways, Donda, he's trying to do what he did with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy... And that he's, like, trying to win the public back. Or at least he was kind of trying to. I, I mean, I it's hard to it fucking felt. say Kanye is trying to win the public ever. But, like, lately. the culture back, maybe. Yeah, he yeah he was, he was trying. Uh, he's always trying. And, and I don't, to me, I was, like, I was, like, as a Kanye fan, there's, like, definitely, like, some shit you can appreciate about Donda. You know what I mean? Like, but it's so hard to, like, Except the bullshit to even listen, I think. Yeah, you that's know? that's honestly where I've been with the documentary at times. Where like true that that's that's kind of why I didn't start it at first, and then once I did start it, I'm like, holy fuck, like it's yeah. great. And bro, and I do get mad when people are like, oh, I don't know, I saw this. I, Twitter just shows me weird, you know, it shows you a bunch of tweets, and somebody's take was like, all it takes is one little documentary, and you're back on this man's side, and I'm like. You can appreciate a documentary in an era of somebody without having to, like, a lot. I don't know. It is weird timing. I mentioned that last week. I'm like, yeah. it, it, it sucks that this is the timing that we get it. But that's why I am excited to see this last episode and see where where Cootie takes it with his story. You no, know? definitely. And I think there's something weird about, like, what we talk about when we talk about Kanye. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Kanye does get a lot of passes, unfortunately. Um, that's true. I also... It's tough, though, because I feel like a lot of people, it goes both ways, if that makes sense. And it's frustrating because for, like, a long time, there was, like, something about being a Kanye fan that was like being in the Matrix. Like, that you saw through the assholeness, and you could see the artistic, creative genius. And you were, like, you know, you saw past the Taylor Swift upstaging guy. Yeah, I I said it before, but I always said, like, he was a mad scientist. Like, he's gonna he's gonna seem crazy. He's gonna seem weird. You know, like don't listen to what he says. But whatever he makes, it's gonna be fucking insane. You know, like definitely. But I mean, like, <coughs> even outside of that, there was times where like what he was doing would get portrayed as this like crazy. I I don't know. Like, remember when he called President Bush an asshole? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> he was, like, off the rockers, and, like, he's this party rock Mike star. Myers in that clip is just so funny. Yeah, he's funny, like, oh. Um, <laughs> that clip's a, a, amazing. And, and there's so much that Kanye was doing for the culture and, like, music at large that was so big. But, like, I feel like a lot of times, especially, like, white America would just write him off as this, like, rapper. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I but like, Definitely. and, and it, it kind of sucks that like, as much as you would like root for him, and now it like it's like, damn, like I was riding for you, Kanye, and like I'm still riding for Kanye in a way. Yeah. 
I'm just like, dude. No, I I am too. But he he is like at a strange low point and high point. You know, all at the same time, and it's so weird. Yeah. Like, like how does dude have like such a fucking flourishing like shoe company you know what i mean and and dude f- and for a while i mean the kim shit really fucked him up but he was really like even while doing crazy shit he was like you know trying to build cities and shit like i don't yeah. even know what's going on dude, with that anymore he was like, out in wyoming for a minute you know what i bro, mean just like imagine what i don't know what's going on with his cities but like that like uh, there might be like like i don't know hopefully there's not just like this fucking like fucking donned ghost town you know like yeah uh, you know in 10 years you know that's just like probably not exactly that but there's definitely like a com- he definitely has a compound you know what i yeah. mean yeah but he was building some crazy shit like some of those cr- crazy buildings he, you know and and he had a lot and who knows what's going on but like it seems like it seems like you know even you know it seemed like a year or two ago like even though all like his crazy shit that was going on, like, seemed like he was still, like, on a mission to do something different, you know? Yeah. Um, which no one really knew exactly what that was, but that's kind of the beauty of Kanye, but... Um, yeah, I mean, like... But now he he's in, a, he's in, like, a dirty path, bro, like, because he does, like... I don't know. He does seem like... He does seem like he's just, like, yeah, like, in a... He like seems like in he a wants some like hanging out with Justin LeBoy too much is not good. The Julia Fox thing was not good. She she's on drugs. <laughs> like, there's no doubt about that. You know what I mean? Yes. So I don't want to say that Kanye's on drugs, but like it 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 just means that he's been around just like people drugs. on drugs lately. Yeah. You know, which is just like you know, like I mean it just fuels the fire. Yeah, it just it just it just seems dirty for him, you know what I mean, to be so like public with that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I I you know, and like part of it cause from a place of just like worrying. It's just so weird to me, or like interesting to me that like you could reach that level of success and have that like. I think part of it is that he <laughs> wants to be won back over in the public eye or like the culture yeah. at least, you know. Like, he wants to be like remain his icon, and like I think he likes using his power and his influence. Well, I don't think and he's ever even, you know, he never really leaves the culture. That's true. I mean, like <laughs> he like went to like well, I guess I mean like literally, like in L.A. or like in Miami or like in New York, because like he was yeah. in Wyoming for a minute, just like yeah, Wyoming in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I guess a little bit in L.A. too, but I don't know. There's just like. Because, like, you look at someone like Jay... I guess Jay-Z's career is, like, a little bit older than Kanye's. So, like, there's that. But oh, like, yeah. You know, like, you think you'd reach a level and be like, I just kind of want to chill a little bit and, like, build up. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he hit that. Now he's over it, maybe. I guess. I mean, I don't know. It feels like he's, like, searching for something but doesn't know what it is. Yeah. Or trying to find fulfillment in the wrong places. And it just seems like he's surrounded with the wrong people. Dude, we we talk about Kanye. We've been talking about Kanye so much. I think it's <laughs> for <laughs> months now. It's I mean like he's just been the headline. I know, I know, I know. It's just it's like crazy. one of those things that like you know, for better or worse, I feel like most of the people that I know creatively are really ins or like got a lot of inspiration off the bat from Kanye. Yeah. And if they didn't get inspiration from Kanye off the bat, the people they did get inspiration from got inspiration from Kanye. Yeah. And so for like sure. And he's just like, 
as controversial as he is, you know, he's one of the few people that's like fucking putting himself out there mm-hmm. at that level and taking risks. Um, I don't know. Cause that like that LA performance with Drake, that was crazy. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I always think it's fascinating when like high art meets lots of eyes. Yeah. That's also why I like movies. It's kind of like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like with this Batman movie. Like, Batman's going to be different. It has a lot of potential to be something like a big cultural moment and good. Yeah, we'll see, man. It's It feels so crazy seeing, like, you know, I don't know. I, I wasn't around when Homecoming came out. Like, I didn't. I wasn't big into that, so, but I remember making fun of it because of, like, I'm like, you guys are really going to go see another Spider-Man movie? Like, because I knew, you know, I knew Andrew Garfield had yeah. a franchise, you know? Yeah, I kind of, I, I feel those, that energy, too, though. You know, but but it, I, I just, yeah, it's just, like, funny thinking about, like, wow, it's, like, it's really, like, the start of a new Batman franchise, like, oh, shit, here we go again. Exactly. Um... <laughs> But it's like, you know, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy that we're about to, like, start a whole new one. You know, I don't know. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah. It also feels like... Not this that is the most done franchise. Has to be. Has to be. Uh, superhero-wise, has yeah, to be. Yeah, the most rebooted. Any Anything, to be honest. It's up there. How many? There's, like, This fucking, is the fourth or like, fifth. Dude, there's more than that. There's Michael Keaton... Be. He's not the first one. No, he's not. Someone before him, Michael Keaton, George Clooney, Adam Adam West. Well, that was uh, he pl- he did physically or did he just do the voice? I don't know. Was he just in the fairly appearance? Huh? Do you remember that? No, oh, wait, no, that's Jawman. No, wait, that's wasn't Adam West in in fily appearance? No, he's in Family Guy a lot. He's in a Fairly Odd Parents too, but he plays Maybe. like a different superhero, Maybe. like a cat or something. Um, crimson Jaw. No, I'm just What's the Crimson guy? Crimson Chin. Crimson Chin. But I think you're right. Batman might be the most rebooted. It also kind of feels like, not that things have been closed or anything, but like the restart of spring and like movie season, and like things yeah, opening but up again. There's not much coming out till Morbius, and no one's really excited about that. That's true. Maybe there's something. You're right, though. There's not there much. Because I'm going to go see Uncharted with this fucking movie pass shit. Movie pass. Batman Returns, Batman Forever, The Dark Knight Rises, Batman Under the... R- that's a... Adam West was a Batman. Oh, did you ever see the Lego Batman? No, but I know Will Arnett. Bro, you got to see that. I think you'd like it. Did you like the Lego movie? I haven't seen it. I think you'd like both of those. Really? Yeah. Lego Batman's like an actually really good Batman movie. But like Check it out. funny. And What's the kids. villain? I think all of them. Really? Okay. That's like the 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 perk of doing Lego things is that they're like over the top. Like uh I know there's like other good voices in it, right? Yeah. It's a it's a solid movie overall. 
It's a yeah, movie I, that I, I would like to see it, I guess, because Will Arnett does the voice. That's true. But we didn't even ask each other how we were on the start of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, we just got straight to it. How was your week? Shit, man, I've been busy at work. Yeah? Yeah, it sucks. Those I photos were fire. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I fucking, um, yeah, I had to build, like, the whole wall last week. I probably mentioned that last time, right? Yeah. And, um. At least I saw the picture. Yeah. We talked about it. Yeah, but I had to, yeah, I built the whole fucking little mini office set and then was just shooting, shooting all weekend, man. I was working Saturday and Sunday, um, and then shot more photos, and now I'm back to shop work, and. Damn. <coughs> yep. Hopping around. Yeah. That's cool, though. Yeah, it's kind of nice, but it's kind of, yeah. Tired. Yeah, no, I mean, no, it's just kind of like, I don't know what I like, you know, man, because it's like kind of nice doing photography work there like all day you know but and that's a little slow and then i can like work on my computer um you know and the, i don't know and, and then and then do but doing shop work it like makes a day go by faster I you know that. and i'm like i like being active you it know? makes you feel like you're uh like getting shit done yeah and i like being active i like getting like you know i like feeling like you know i'd like putting a hard day yeah i feel like i like i like feeling like i get workouts by work you know what i mean it's like getting paid to get jacked a little bit yeah you know know, like i don't know i get what you're saying yeah i feel that yeah but how about you how was your week my week was chilling i'm happy that february is over yeah um i think there's good weather's here to stay probably not this is what i like to call uh first spring you know last last week was fake spring uh, this is first spring. It's gonna last about five more days, maybe three more days. It's gonna no. get. We're gonna have another winter coming in. I don't think so. Uh, not not yet. We're gonna have another winter. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, next. Next Friday is gonna be forty three. As yeah, a high. Let's see a forty percent chance of snow. Well, Monday and Tuesday it's gonna be like fifty as a high. So that's what I'm saying. We got another. But I think you know it's whenever it hits seventy. You get that like little rush of like, oh shit, we're back, baby. Yeah, it fucking was eighty yesterday. I like walked in carrying this coat because I was like, I don't know if I need to wear. Or bring it. I, yeah, I never well, know how to dress. Colder already. Yeah, that's always a conflicting feeling is knowing how to dress. But I don't know. Whenever it gets warmer, I feel a lot more energetic. Yeah, dude, it is like a weird thing. And then like I don't know, I got Ian to go see the movie with me last night. We Jackass. saw Jackass again. Yeah, nice. And it's just like so crazy, like going and doing anything now. I don't know. It's just, like, weird to, like, I don't know. Like, like COVID-wise? or Yeah, well, I feel like post-COVID. You know what I mean? It's like I still do shit every once in a while, but every time I do it, it just feels so strange to be, like, out in the world again, kind of. I don't know. Yeah, and it's, like, a confusing time of, like, because, like, I think, do you have to wear a mask in the theater? Yeah. But, it, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, you know, to get in, I took that shit off. Yeah, yeah. That's we was saying. the only people in the theater. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, there's, like, this, like, weirdness of, like, are masks required? Are they not? Yeah. Even if they, are, I don't know. Are people wearing? It? Like you said, like it feels like we're entering post-COVID, but like. I mean, wh- yeah, I don't know. It was weird because like when all this shit started, I felt like it was gonna be like there was gonna be a moment where it was like, we're done, and everyone's gonna be on the streets like woohoo! Yeah. But like, I don't know if there's ever gonna be like a point where it's like definitively over. That's the know. weird thing. I just hope we like crawl out of like this like weird like slow decline we've entered <laughs> not slow decline but like there hasn't been like a moment where i've been like shit feels good in the world 
I mean, dude, I haven't heard anything about COVID numbers in so long. Remember? But wait, do you Remember know why, like, though? Because, like, we're ta- talking about COVID right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like... But, but I feel like, I feel like in, like, you know, it was like a surge, like... Oh, oh well, I mean, yeah, Omicron. Yeah, you know, there's Omicron, you know, and then, like, you know, I don't know. Let's look what they are. I'm just looking up for curiosity. I mean, we're back down pretty... In Missouri, or no, this is, no, Missouri, we had 700 cases yesterday. Damn. That is really crazy. We had 700 cases yesterday, right? In January, we were up to, oh my gosh, we had a few days of 20,000 cases in Missouri. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That just goes to how show you, like, Omicron was really a wild time. Yeah. Um. But I mean, like, we've, we've dropped a ton recently. I don't know. And then, uh, obviously, like, the, the Ukraine stuff's happened. Yeah. It was just, like, we felt like we were ending one thing, now we're ending the other. Yeah, I was about to say, man, it's just, like, Bleak. I don't know. Yeah, just weird, like. It's weird, too, because I feel like, in a lot of ways, like, if me and you didn't look at our phones, we're just in this room, bottle episode. You know what I'm saying? Life's good. You know what I'm saying? Kicking it with my my friend. I got a roof over my... You know what I'm saying? Endless content on this TV. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's hard to not feel connected or, like, aware of that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Especially when they start tar- tar- nukes and you're like, damn. And part of you is like, damn, at least we're in Missouri. You know what I'm saying? But then you're like, ah, Missouri. St. Louis used to be a target because we have, like, a you know, the Boeing factory here. But we hope for peace in the world. And that's that's that. Yeah. And peace in this house. <laughs> I know this fucking cat. <laughs> Cats ruin everything. Forget forget the Pete Kanye. Yeah. Forget the war. Um. Nah, man. But <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just so crazy. It feels like feels like at any point shit could just turn into. You know, a whole new world, man. And, that you know, that's what COVID felt like at first, too. Like, holy shit, like, is this about to be, like, all this shit we see in video games and movies? Yeah. And then now it's, like, now that, like, you know, I don't know. Well, like, when COVID, ha- like, when it this was starting to happen, it was, like, this isn't really happening. I don't know. The fact that that, like, happened and, like, the, the capital stuff, I don't know. It feels like anything could go wrong at any moment now. Yeah. And that... The things that seemed like would only happen in movies and like some far fetched shit could like actually go down, and that makes it nerve wracking. Yeah, I kind of feel like the most likely scenario we'll see is Putin does not survive this, and like some sort of coup happens, and that's how this ends. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's how it has to end. Like the people that have billions in Russia get fed up with him losing their money i guess i but guess that, that yeah honestly who knows because it feels like if there was anybody any world leader right now that'd be like quick to press a button yeah but <laughs> what do you mean by that <laughs> god damn <it. laughs> i don't know <gasps> oh, what do you rate the movie <laughs> 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 stevie's like i'm done we're done <laughs>
if I think about nukes too much. Yeah. And I want to watch the after party. Yeah, no, I feel you. It's getting late. You're going to watch it tonight? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, let's cut this shit off. Let's fucking... What do you rate the movie? Um, French Dispatch. I don't know, man. It's hard to rate. Um, I definitely, cause I definitely want to watch it again and understand it fully. Um, but it's it's great, you know. Like I mean, it's fucking Wes Anderson. It's a great movie. I'd give it like a, I give it like an easy eight point five right now. You know what I mean? I don't. That's fair. I, I don't. It's a solid score for it. Yeah, you know, like it's just, you know, I could almost like give it, you know. I could almost give it an eight just b- before I ever watched it. You know, I knew it would be an eight at least. You know, yeah. and, but I'm I'm anticipating, I'm anticipating liking it more. You know what I mean? I just yeah. yeah. No, I get it. I think for me, it's it's a nine, um, mostly because like I love, I love writing and like I I don't know before like you know writing was one of my first loves artistically. And so I just love the portrayal of, like, writers and, like, a writer's life. Yeah. And, like, a life of, like, art and, like, pursuing curiosity. Yeah. Um, and I love the meticulousness of it and the, the ability to, like, squeeze in so much into, like, little. Um, but I definitely could understand why some people wouldn't like it as much as other ones. Yeah, it's definitely bold. And, yeah, like you said, it just feels like he's being comfortable and just doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. And yeah. That's and the coolest part. You know, that's the cool part about it. Definitely. And I think maybe you could make an argument, like, against, like, it kind of copping out by not having to have, like, one central story that builds and stuff. Like, you know, like, it's, like, story, story, story. And, like, it doesn't have to, like... Yeah. It's, like, free from a lot of things. But I think that's what makes it interesting. That's why I like yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, but all those, I think, could have been movies in their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Definitely. know, like, I would I would watch the Benicio Del Toro one it's specifically. Movie. And yeah. there's probably people out there that would be like, oh, I really want, like, the Timmy Chandler. You know what I mean? Like, I like all three of those could have been individual movies. You know what I mean? And, and Wes Anderson could have easily pulled them off, you know? Definitely. So I think, I don't know, I think if you're, like, a... There's yeah. like it, it like adds to like the maximalness of Wes Anderson. Yeah, the Jeff dude. The I mean Jeffrey Wright was amazing too. Like he's yeah. he's so good. Like <laughs> I, wait, he keeps going. Like wait, he's like wait. Let me mentally note where I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just the setup of that too of him being on a TV show and they're like, do you really have like a you know word for word memory and everything I've ever written? Yep. <laughs> he's like, do you mind if I challenge you? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, he's a he's a great a great uh addition to it. He's I want to see him be watcher like for real for real in like a MCU. Me too. I mean, I'm excited to see his Batman performance. Did you hear Ashley Olsen is no. going to be a Scarlet Witch variant? Really? <laughs> That's so sick. <laughs> yeah. Was it the MCU news? Um no, the MCU mo- news was um did you hear about their new casting announcement? No. It doesn't have a uh, um you know, th- we don't know a character, but Finn, Finn Wolfhard. Really? Yeah. Whoa. That's cool. Yeah. He he got, yeah, he signed a Marvel deal, apparently, and we'll find out at some point who he's going to play, but I don't know. Hopefully he's like a young Avenger or some shit, and like... That'd be tight. I don't know who he could be, but... I'm excited. They're bringing all the, the stuff to Disney+, Plus and they're not editing it, apparently. Yeah, Disney finally did announce how they're gonna do this shit, and they're they're gonna um, parental controls. Yeah, they're gonna. It's gonna one day they're gonna make everybody like 
they honestly they I think they realized that they needed to do that eventually. I yeah I was dude I've been worried about that because I didn't want them to push it on Hulu. Well, even honest. outside of that, it like shortens what they can do with like other content. Yeah. Because like suddenly you're not bringing in anything that's radar. Yeah. And it's like well there you go we're gonna go to HBO Max. But they came out and said well it's it's good because John you know John Barenthal pun- Punisher dude or whatever was like I don't want to do. More Punisher if if it's not rated R. Um, yeah, same with Deadpool stuff. Yeah, you know, and yeah, yeah, Deadpool's the, the other big one too, and it's like, yeah, it's like they, you know, they need to do something, but they already announced that Blade is gonna be PG thirteen. I think. That's okay. No. It. I mean, like Blade. No, I mean it's gonna be. I'm I'm excited no matter what, but but that's like. I don't feel. I I feel like the one we watched. Was that R? Oh yeah. Was that I mean, it was bloody. Blood? Yeah. Yeah, but you see, we've gone so far now in blood and gore. Like blood and gore is chill, PG thirteen. It's uh. No, it's but sex. Marvel doesn't do any blood. Well, yeah, Marvel doesn't. Yeah. I guess it blade will be Marvel, MCU. Oh shit. I was hoping Blade was gonna be the the one. I was hoping Blade. Maybe was it'll be push the it. I mean, this point. Batman's about to be PG thirteen. Really? Yeah. That's like one of the was one of the critiques from one of the rotten reviews. Hmm. I kinda excited. I heard um one thing I heard about it actually is that like Riddler is hilarious. That's that, it, tight. that this movie is like funny. Have you seen some of Paul Dano's stuff that he's in? No. Uh, like I Lone mean I know a little bit. Um he was the brother in that? Yeah. They wrote on the notepad. Yeah. I just saw a picture of that today and was like, man, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Yeah. I didn't know that was him. Mm-hmm. And he's in um, Love and Mercy. That's my favorite performance of his. That's uh, the Brian Wilson movie? Mm-hmm. Him and John Cusack play Brian Wilson. Hmm. One's the young version, one's the old version. I might have to see that. Yeah. He's going to be He's gonna be great in it. I have. You know who I want to see play Joker? Who? In Robert Pattinson's universe, who? Um, the dude from Eternals. Which one? Ba- his name is Barry. He's in this. What? He's in this movie. The Batman? Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. What? Yeah. That's bullshit. What? Who's he playing? <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> what part has he got? He plays uh, Officer Stanley. What? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Damn. Seems like he has a... If he's putting, if he's being put before uh, Alfred, it seems like he's going to have a big Andy role. Andy Serkis is in it? Oh, yeah, he's... And you never know what... The he's Alfred. <laughs> who? Yeah. That's yeah. the dude who directed Venom, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, man, that's cool. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, he's going to be like a buff Alfred. Yeah. Which I'm kind of I'm I'm here for. He's like Billy the Butcher, Alfred. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm cool with that. Yeah, you s- so you said he's before Alfred on the thing, so he's gonna be a big character. What if? Yeah, he could what be. What if Officer Stanley turns he into could be Joker? Tur- yeah, that's what I'm saying. He could be turned into somebody. Two Face. Dude, I mean, the I only reason Harvey, but the only reason I ever said is because I heard that like he was in talks for Joker or some shit like after Eternals, um, I or mean, he w- he mentioned something about it to where it was like, and like he could be a part of like an Arkham plotline maybe. Like an Arkham uh, yeah. jail plotline. Yeah. Something like that. But I do like that. That's my favorite Eternals actor. Probably. Really? 
up there. Yeah. I just think he's an interesting guy. Yeah, he was dope. I like his other one. I'm trying to figure out what other movies he's... Oh, yeah. Killing of a Sacred Deer. That movie's crazy. All right, so I'm going to let you pick between my two movies for next week. Drum roll. Either Red Rocket. Okay. Which is out on digital, so I'll buy it on Vudu, and we can both watch it that way. Um, or Orange County. Red Rocket. Okay, you've seen Orange County? I don't think I've seen Orange County. Okay. But I, I know I want to see Red Rocket. Okay, well, that's my next pick, Orange County, then. Looking up what Orange County after, is. After Red Rocket. It's with Colin Hanks and Jack Black. Oh, man. Now I'm interested. It's a great movie. It's about writers. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. The love letter to writers. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely on. Oh, my gosh. Is that? We can end it. Is that guy from School of Rockin' It? Hmm. Mike White? Is he? I don't know if Mike White is in School of Rock, but that's the guy's name. It's no, a cool cast. Uh, that's the dude they wrote White Lotus, too. Oh, shit. Then, yeah, he is in School of Rock and Orange County. Yeah, Ned Schneedley. Is he Jack Black's Rob Schneider? I think they're... I think they're close, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, with the last names like that, you got to be best friends. Yeah, Mike White, Jack Black. It's like Ying and Young. Yeah. If you're listening, I love you. Follow us at movieclub.com. Uh, tune into the the MCN Movie Club Network. Um, Public access. CBN. 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 MCN. MCN. MC. Uh, Channel 13. MCN. It's all under the MCU, yeah. which is the Movie Club universe. <laughs> Sorry, Marvel, we're coming for it. They're going to fuck us up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. We out of here. Bye. Oh, I I was just saying. Oh. Marvel fucked us up, but we'll be out of here. But but yeah, let's get out of here. If you don't hear from us again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, We will be back uh, sooner than normal with a new Now Showing episode. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. If we yeah. rage quit, I might not record it, you know? Oh, no. You're recording it. If it's you're bad, recording. I'm just not going to say I'm. Oh, maybe you're I want to trash it. Yeah. You're recording it. I'm recording it. All right. Peace. Bye. <laughs>